0: MoFax with Adam Curry for February 11th, 2020. This is episode number 25. Coming up on a six-month anniversary. <laughs> How you doing, Mo?
1: I'm doing good, Adam. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, fantastic. Man, the next episode will be six months of uh, consistent no- MoFax uh, with Adam Curry programming.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a nice uh, milestone.
0: Yeah, well, it, well, for us it is certainly. And who knew? I, I, I had no idea. We went into this, and I don't know. It could be a couple shows, and it looks like we're stuck for uh, stuck together for a while now.
1: And I still don't know what this is, but I, I'm
0: loving it. <laughs> me neither. Oh, before we start, I want to ask you a question. I was watching the uh the New Hampshire primaries, and uh mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's always interesting to watch what the what the, the so-called analysts are saying, because, you know, they're all paid by someone to say something. And I heard Joy Reid actually say that uh, now that Biden is off the radar, which he is, and of course, I think that's because they only need him for impeachment. They dropped him. She said... Mm-hmm. And she said African-American, so she meant ADOS, although, gee, you'll never hear her use that term in, unless it's followed oh, by no. Russian bot. <laughs> um, she, she said now, oh, yeah, no, the black vote, they're all going to go to Bloomberg. And I said, really? So I wanted to ask you if you thought that had any validity.
1: Eh. <laughs> Wrong. It's not. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that she would say that? I don't see it happening that? because it's well that's the that's the narrative that they're pushing i saw a poll on msnbc the other day that uh biden and and bloomberg is neck and neck for the black vote uh in (laughs) south carolina (laughs) i
0: think i was looking because you know biden went straight to south carolina didn't even hang hang around for his uh, his his battering in new hampshire it looked like he was Mm -hmm. setting up in a nation of islam clubhouse i swear to god it was like the i saw the Kind of like the, the the a flag on the wall. Like, what the? Hell, where the hell is he? He's going straight deep into territory. It's unbelievable. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see. Anyway, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't nuts. I mean, I know Joy Reed has agendas, uh, and she does not. You know, she's like she's speaking on behalf of Ados. Yeah, eh, No. He's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I know exactly black women won't do that. African-American women, they'll just say, who do we vote for? We'll vote over there. Uh, okay, you might have that wrong, Joy Reid, this time around.
1: Well, no, he. he Bloomberg is synonymous with uh, stop and frisk.
0: Right, exactly. How can you, that's what I mean. How can you even How, you, how can <laughs> so, you even suggest it? Isn't that the, like the number one guy that, that would be uh, despised?
1: Well, they've been given their talking points. We know Bloomberg has deep pockets.
0: Yeah, oh, so yeah.
1: that's the guy they want him to want to be. And I mean, you got what? You got two socialists? Oh yeah, no, I, got, I, uh, I know
0: exactly why. I just wanted to make sure that I yeah. wasn't nuts because she said it with such conviction. I, I'll play it on no agenda on uh, on but, Thursday. We'll talk about it. But what,
1: well, what? I mean, it's a good lead into where we're headed well, today. Ho- well,
0: hold on a second. All right.
2: Spin it good. Spin the wheel. Where it stops, nobody knows. Knows? It's the wheel.
3: The wheel of topics. <laughs> the
0: wheel of topics. That's right. We got the wheel of toxic jingle now, Mo. It's we, we, like we're becoming a real podcast. We have uh, uh sound imaging. I see that. <laughs> so now I have to actually spin the wheel. <laughs> and, uh... Mo, what is it going to be? Where does the lucky wheel stop today? What is our topic for MoFax with Adam Curry 25?
1: Kobe Bean Bryant Ooh. and the fallout of his demise.
0: Oh, man. I'm so glad you're doing this, Mo, because I spent more than I typically would, like, really, like, a minute extra on this uh, Snoop <laughs> Gale King thing, and I'm like... Let's See what's going on here, and then you know, and then we get Susan Rice of all people. So, curry got- goggles, curry <laughs> goggles. <laughs> Sorry, all right. <laughs> all right. Mo- I put the curry muzzle on too, okay. Anyway, so I saw that, and I actually thought to myself, uh, is this worth my time to make decisions about stuff? I'm like, is this worth my hmm. time? And I and I have to honestly say, like, no, and I just can't. This, you know, we got flu, we Wuhan flu, we got all kinds of stuff happening. The economics of it, and here we are. You picked it up, and so I know we're in for a a grand ride.
1: So the reason why I chose this topic is I didn't want to do it at first because uh, I thought it was kind of. Just overexposed and yeah, it's like a show Eric, show business thing. Be honest thing. with you, a lot of podcasters were chasing the clicks. Oh, of course, and I never, of course. To do that? No, I never try to t- chase the clicks. If you notice on on the on our podcast titles, we do ourselves no favors by,
0: <laughs> by, by, like by the, <laughs> the most complicated titles code, basically that you have to figure out to even want to listen to it. Yes, you're right.
1: Right. So I never I never cover this. We talked about it maybe. Two minutes on one of our previous... Just to show acknowledge you know, that he passed away. Right. But the aftermath and all the nuances. And I figured a lot of people didn't really witness what they were seeing.
0: Now, you are... Uh, I know you're a football fan. You an NBA fan as well? Yes. Okay. All right. Big,
1: big, uh, big time. Uh, right. Basketball. So, right. yeah, so basketball, football. That's yeah. about the only two sports
0: I'm really into. Well, so let's just... For people who are new... I know Mm -hmm. nothing. I was able to completely deconstruct the helicopter crash. I'm very good at that, but I know nothing about sports. I, uh, you know, Kobe's just a name to me. So I have no, I have no dog in the hunt, whatever, uh, but I'm also ignorant. So I just want to set that up because I may sound stupid from time to time.
1: No, no, it's good because you don't come in it. Come into it biased by being a fan or not fan. Yes, okay.
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm completely not non-biased, unaffiliated, etc.
1: So I'll bounce things off of you, and you tell me if I'm reaching or if it makes sense. Excellent. All right. So what we go? What are we going to pick up? Is the actual Kobe Bryant's death.
4: Jimmy Roberts in our NBC Sports Studios. By now, you've likely heard the shocking and terrible news. NBA superstar Kobe Bryant, 41 years of age, was killed in a helicopter crash earlier today just outside of Los Angeles. A total of five people have been reported to have perished in the accident. A five-time NBA champion who is a candidate for the Hall of Fame this year was known to have used a helicopter to travel for years, dating back to when he played for the Lakers and commuted from Newport Beach to the Staples Center This, the scene just moments ago in Denver prior to the Nuggets game against the Houston Rockets. Elsewhere, the sports world understandably convulsed in immediate shock and sadness. Bill Russell, the Hall of Fame center for the Celtics, says, you were my biggest fan, Kobe, but I was yours as well. Patrick Mahomes with the Kansas City Chiefs on his way to the Super Bowl, expressing the thoughts of many. R.I.P. Mamba, using the nickname that Kobe Bryant was known by. And Tom Brady, not much to say. We miss you already, Kobe. Details are still emerging. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department has scheduled a 5 o'clock Eastern Time press conference. NBC News will bring that to you. Again, terrible news on this day. Bryant is survived by his wife, Vanessa, and their four daughters. My thoughts are with them.
0: Hey, can I uh, give my immediate observation? sure that we heard uh, football guys speaking out yeah it, uh yeah i'm just saying mahomes so think, and tom brady it, it's like yeah i would have expected more basketball player mentions but okay
1: i think the basketball players took it harder so they were slower to this okay. was like right after because even in the uh, clip they said the body count was only five and oh, okay. he it. said there was survive on it i think i don't know if it played out or not but He said he was survived by four daughters. So this was even before they knew that this is like, I'm I'm starting at the very beginning Got Uh, it. at the very, very beginning. Got it. Uh, Just a little background on my viewpoint of Kobe. We're almost the same age. He was 41. I turned 40 this year, kind of like grew up together. He, he, he went straight to the NBA from high school. That was kind of rare at the time.
0: But it was seen, as, uh, seen he, as quite an achievement, no?
1: Yeah, oh man, it was. I mean, he was a phenomenon. He was like maybe uh, the way I put it is he was the first iteration of LeBron James. Okay, got it. Of, of an NBA ready, you know, superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he dated Brandy, he took her to the prom. I mean, this guy was like the. I mean. He, <laughs> Just from my, just from me being in high school, it was like you know you just gravitate towards the guy, and then he had a uh, great, well, his image was great because he had a, like you know clean cut image, and he was kind of like um, juxtaposed to Allen Iverson, who was the bad boy of the NBA at the time. So oh, Kobe was the good guy. Yeah. He was,
0: okay, I got you. All right, so there's your your wrestling element.
1: Right. So that that's where we're at. So now we're at the point Kobe has just died. And it was like a kick in the stomach for a lot of people, even myself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a crier or nothing like that. and I'm not a, uh, what they call a quote-unquote fanboy. But I was like, dang, somebody my age
3: that,
1: you know, you grew up watching is dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes you kind of... <laughs> yeah, makes you stop, sure. Don't worry, you get used yeah, it to
0: you it. St- you get used to it,
1: Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Like, I mean, at this age, it's like, wow, like, whoa. My brother called me. I was like, okay. So... I did like everybody else. I cut on all the news that we could get. I'm looking through social media. I'm just trying to see if it's real, if it's going to come back. No, it wasn't that. That was the case. And I start watching the timeline. And right off the bat, there was a slip of a word Mm -hmm. by Miss Allison (laughs) Morse.
5: it's like the kind of
6: star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles nigger's Los Angeles Lakers cabinet if i could ask you to stay with us we're going to have like the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles nigger's Los Angeles Lakers cabinet if i could ask you to stay with us we're
0: gonna... <laughs> Yeah, uh, the whole world saw this i think that was uh, quite the retweet. So this was maybe a hour or
1: hours, couple of hours right after the news had been announced. And like that just set for my timeline, for my black timeline, uh, like what did she say? Now, there is some conversation. Did she say the N-word? are you hearing the N-word? I kinda of things like one that that dress thing with the is it blue and gold, or is it you know, you know, the, stri- the striped dress. Well,
0: you know what her excuse was, was. Was Yeah, was she weird. said she was trying to Yeah, go ahead. She's what I she was, what I heard is she said, yeah, she was. Uh, mixed up between the Lakers and the Knicks Of course Kobe's never pr- played for the Knicks uh, He's played against mm-hmm. the Knicks And that that's why it came out Knicks, uh, right. it, To me it did sound a little more K-ish than G-ish And mm-hmm. No matter I, I mean everybody heard what it sounded like There's no disagreement about that Zero We all know what it sounded like And it was just a well, fucked th- up moment
1: Now this this is the debate this and that's why I brought the dress thing, where pe- some people saw it, but blue and black, and the, uh, you know, you know the instant, it's the um the viral image I'm talking about, where half the people were divided on what color was the dress. So yeah, no, this is the case mean. of what this is the case of what dimension you're in, and what did you hear? Now I did my due diligence, and I went and found. Slow
0: down audio. <laughs> hey, that's usually my job. Nice. All right.
7: <laughs> so yeah, so we can
0: get to the it's bottom. Just, it is, I think this is an Eddie Murphy bit where that where the, the N word is really drawn out, really slowly. Okay. Right.
1: So let, let's just hear it for for the people, for the for the listeners. Let's deep, let's just hear this what is deep, we hear.
0: Deep fake research. Here we go. Right. <laughs> All right. Here we go.
6: Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kabita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to go Nakers, 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 Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers, Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers, Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers, Nakers, Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers,
5: Los Angeles Lakers.
6: Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Nakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Kabita, if I could ask you to stay with us. We're going to go Nakers, 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 Los Angeles. Lakers, Los Angeles, Lakers, Los Angeles, Lakers, Los Angeles, Lakers, Lakers, Nakers, Los Angeles, Lakers. Los Angeles, Lakers, Los Angeles, Lakers, Los Angeles, Lakers, Los Angeles.
0: Well, okay. I certainly... Yes, you can. You can certainly hear it as a full-on N-word that way. I heard it here, certainly. Yeah.
1: I, I'm on that side of the fence now. What she meant to say, I'm not. I'm not getting inside of her brain. But what was heard is the most important thing, and people were shooting to cancel her immediately. Uh, so that they signed a petition. Now, I think MSNBC let her go or, or suspended her. Oh, woman. really? I couldn't find a. yes i couldn't find she's in hiding right like journalists hiding right now like we you know when you're in that uh in-between zone where we don't really want to
0: fire you fire you but yeah you're in purgatory Purgatory. you're in purgatory yeah yeah Yeah. um now do you think so i i guess if if that word comes out like that and Mm -hmm. and of course (laughs) it is kind of interesting to think was she being scripted because everything on these shows is scripted? Everything, and so it would be very rare if there was a breaking news moment, which I which it kind of sounds like, but the breaking news was hers to ad lib. That's not that may happen, but it's not that typical. Although this case was such a shock, so um, there's I want to say that there could be some prompter weirdness going on, uh. But like anchor
1: man, like some, like, like somebody. No, no. no the, yeah. yeah like, oh,
0: oh, uh, <laughs> dude. I've, I most of my professional life, I worked with teleprompters. Now, I'm, I'm, I have to say, I'm very good at reading and reading, reading and around what's on the, what's on the copy. But if something weird is there, you know, what something stumble. I don't know. That word is not something that flips floops out of my mouth at all ever. So. It's something that she had close. That's something that she must have said sometime or I don't know. I don't want to (laughs) accuse her, but I, I can certainly put myself in, uh, in both dimensions. And I, but I hear it too. I hear it.
1: Okay. So (laughs) what I'm doing here is setting the tone. So we have a,
0: (laughs) thank you. Huge
1: celebrity pass away. Yeah. And a couple hours later, you hear this. And like the timeline is like goes into a blaze, right? Mm -hmm. So next, we have uh, Miss Felicia Son- Uh She goes to tweeting about
6: Kobe Bryant. The Washington Post has suspended one of its reporters after tweeting an article link including rape accusations from the early 2000s about NBA legend Kobe Bryant. Felicia Sanmez is a political reporter for the Post. She has since deleted the tweet but has reportedly received thousands of death threats and her home address has even been doxxed online. For reaction, let's bring in Bill Goody Koontz. He's a media critic for the Arizona Republic joining us from Phoenix. So, Bill, has the Washington Post mishandled the situation? How did this all happen? And then what was the reaction?
8: I think they have mishandled it. Um, I, I'm you know I think that they've overreacted. Uh, I think that the uh, assault charges against Bryant were while certainly not the big part of the story, they, they belong in any complete story. Uh when you're writing about the reaction to his death and, and to a complete uh, picture of his life. Uh, it's certainly not what you would lead with. It's not the most important part of the story as it's breaking, particularly in the way he died. I mean, he did not die of a lingering illness or anything. I mean, it, I think it was because it was so sudden and because he was so beloved by so many people that that's in part why she got that reaction. It wasn't just her. Anybody who, uh, who wrote about that or mentioned it got, got a similar reaction
0: mm-hmm yeah i followed this a little bit too of course um,
1: so make a note of that what he just said it, no whoever said anything about that case got this reaction i mean she received death threats right well
9: uh,
0: in, in my my she was doxxed my view on that is mm-hmm. it's 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 the blue checkmark brigade trying to get some attention it was completely unnecessary she could have done that in two weeks or whatever it was all about Getting attention. It was, to me, disgusting. I don't care who it is.
1: Yeah, and, and she looked at him as an easy target because... For clicks, for her own me clicks. Eh, yeah, n-
0: not oh, even pure, that, Mo. Well, I, this is purely egotism. Oh, I'm going to make sure everybody knows this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like cancel culture bullcrap.
1: True. I'm just saying she looked at him as easy target. Like, yeah, he was, he was char- uh, charged or had an accusation made against him, so... My my sisters in, in feminism will be with me. To t- you're saying
0: to to yes, basically what they yes. call drag. Or, yeah, that's who she was and, talking to. Sure.
1: Right. Right. So so the Wapo gets <laughs> criticized for their actions.
5: Oh. No.
10: <laughs> the Washington Post is being criticized for suspending a reporter over a series of tweets in the wake of Kobe Bryant's death. The post said Monday it had placed Felicia Sanmez on paid administrative leave after she tweeted a 2016 Daily Beast article about Bryant's rape case hours after the former NBA star died in a helicopter crash. Sanmez's post generated a lot of backlash on social media and she later tweeted she'd received thousands of abuse and death threats. She also tweeted a screenshot of her email inbox which displayed some of those abusive messages and the names of the people who'd sent them. According to the New York Times, the Post executive editor told her via email her tweets represented a real lack of judgment, and she was hurting this institution by doing this. Shortly afterward, Sonmez deleted the tweets at the direction of a managing editor. That managing editor said later in a statement the tweets displayed poor judgment that undermined the Washington Post work and that the newspaper was reviewing whether the tweets violated its social media policy. The Post newsroom union, the Newspaper Guild, protested Sonmez's suspension, in a letter Monday, urging the newspaper to take immediate steps to ensure her safety and to issue a statement condemning abuse of its reporters.
0: Oh, I hate this so much. So she was she was posting screenshots of death threats in her email. That's what she was doing?
1: Yes. And okay. so that's,
0: that's yes. one of the she violated one of the most important rules of journalism. Don't make yourself the story. And she did that. So I have no respect for her no matter what. Right.
1: What we have here is you have the Naker gate uh, that stirred up the, the black social media crowd. I got a
0: question. And then yeah, you I'm, have. I'm sorry, I is there anywhere in the parlance, maybe amongst the team or fans of the team, has anyone ever called them the Los Angeles Nakers? And you know what word I meant. Obviously, is that like a yeah. is that like a joke, a thing I, that people say? No, okay, I've never
1: All right. heard. All right, All right. Well, just I I just know how she got there. Yeah, no, okay. yeah, no, All right, I'm done. I can't right. go.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I just had to ask. That it was bugging me. All right.
1: Another thing we had to realize too. And I think we touched on this before. Is sports in America is a religion? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a religion. Yes. Uh, when you see these guys' jerseys being burned when they leave the team, uh, it's because their gods are leaving their team. Mm-hmm. And so when you come and uh, smear one of their gods' names yeah, on you, the very day that he dies, yeah, you're going to get your You're going to get this reaction. Yeah, of course. You're going to get this reaction. And that I don't think that was really race based because. Oh, please. You, uh, just the. The reason why I say that is it wasn't race-based from the fans because you have some rabid Kobe fans of all colors. Of course, yeah. Of all nationalities. So I, I don't want to make it seem like I, I want to put each one of these things in the buckets that they go because it's going gonna, it's gonna to matter later. Okay. Kobe fans are so... He has some of the most rabid fans. When LeBron James decided to come to L.A. to play... These artists would go paint murals for LeBron James, and basically they would get tagged saying, "No, nah, this is this is this would be Kobe's town."
0: All right. <laughs> right, So right. I'm
1: just saying, I'm just setting this, the scene for you. Yeah,
0: quiet there, oh, son. I'll, this is Kobe, Kobe's house here.
1: Yeah, this is Kobe's house. I mean that that was the sentiment. Like LeBron would never replace Kobe. So I'm just giving you. Uh, yeah. The context the how much he was loved in L.A. Mm-hmm. And, and the world, but in L.A. you know what I'm saying, especially. So let's continue on with the uh, next WAPO clip.
10: But late Tuesday, the Post lifted Sonmez's suspension. In a statement to Newsy, it said, after conducting an internal review, we have determined that while we consider Felicia's tweets ill-timed, she was not in clear and direct violation of our social media policy. <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: So,
1: I guess the Guild, or I mean the Writers' Union, leaned on the WAPO. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's free speech, man. And one thing I've noticed is the media, they stick together regardless. Whenever it's the media versus anybody,
0: the media is going to
1: stick together. And no matter how wrong that person is, they're going to make justifications for, you know, it's journalistic integrity. Uh, Integrity, and I had to, you know, I had they had to ask the tough questions, you know. So that's that's (laughs) what we're that's
0: (laughs) what (laughs) that's where we're headed. Of course, I know exactly. Yeah, that that is when do you ask the tough questions is always uh, the uh, right is important.
1: Timing is everything. Uh, So we have Miss Lindsey Granger uh, Granger from the Daily Blast. She goes and checks Felicia uh, Sonmez.
11: I'm looking at the journalist Felicia, and she is somebody who has gone through sexual assault herself. And she said that in the Washington Post, she released an article a couple of years ago detailing her experience. So, as a journalist, which is not what we do, we are a talk show with opinions. You were, a journalist, and I was a journalist for 10 years, for 10 10 years, years, years. prior to that taking to this job. Said. So, as a journalist, it's our job to objectively report the news. I know that that would be tough if you're someone who survived sexual assault. But when I'm looking at this story, she didn't give the story any context, and she got upset that she was being attacked on Twitter for tweeting a link that basically was condemning. Kobe's character and accusing him of rape. But I think her job as a journalist was to put that in context. You have the responsibility and you need to have the journalistic acumen to write the full story. Go to the Washington Post and say, this man is a nuanced character. This man has a detailed, layered history that we need to discuss. But don't just tweet that out and be the political reporter for the Washington Post and tweet that and leave it there. Because you're leaving yourself open to the attacks that you're now receiving. And so whether or not she should be fired, you know, I think that she should be put on leave like she was, I think it's inappropriate because we're in a time where we don't know what journalism is, is anymore. We have our president that attacks journalists. We have TMZ that broke the news <laughs> to Vanessa Bryant that her husband passed away. You know, what are we doing now that... We-
0: yeah, this is uh, this is again it's uh, this it takes it one. This is what the machine is. This is how the machine works. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. We have made it about us. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about how the president is mean to us and it it's so hard. We've got these click fuckers over there from TMZ doing horrible shit. This is woo-hoo-hoo.
1: Khashoggi, you know what I'm saying, it's like,
0: it's all, it's the same thing, like,
1: not yes. all the other stuff he did, you know, I mean, just to
0: put out no, it's put only that, about, uh, because that's, and, and if anything, I, if my life's work is that people realize it's better to turn the television off, <laughs> I will have succeeded, this is, this is, and I'm, yeah,
1: and I'm here to join you on that mission, uh, of course, we have, we have to, Really understand what the media is and reason why I brought up brought up Khashoggi is no matter what his negatives were. The fact that he was a member of the quote unquote member of the media. Yeah, they watched whitewashed all that. Yeah. And it was like a oh, hero. He, he was a journalist. You know, he had some nefarious things going on with him. But when the shoes on the other foot, they don't have that same mentality. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we can drag this guy for for clicks and 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 way to come up. That's, I like that term,
0: drag him. That's cool. I like that.
1: Yeah, so uh, as Miss uh, Lindsey Granger pointed out in here, TMZ is the one that broke the news to Kobe's wife that he was dead. We got a tip that this
7: had happened, and then we were— on the phone with with various people uh, from Kobe's camp for an hour before we posted the story so you know all I can say is this that you know when somebody of that magnitude dies so tragically this becomes a worldwide massive story and when you look at the, the way these things come down I mean when you think about it um When there's a plane crash, um, when you think about it, the media immediately says, you know, flight so-and-so going from Los Angeles to New York, you know, and and they're basically telling 300 families, knowing that their relatives were on the plane, because it's a news event, and they're not waiting for... You know the sheriff or whoever to come out with all of you know the the notifications or whatever because they report it because it's a news event this um in our judgment was such a big news event that once we got and by the way we got it confirmed by Kobe's people uh-huh. that ultimately that's what happened that's that's how we ended up posting it
0: uh, good for you, Harvey. you followed all the journalistic rules
1: very good so you got it. A- touch with Kobe's people or his camp, but his wife was blindsided by your news and you said you talked to him for an hour. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. I mean, like, how can you not say, OK, we need to get in touch with the wife first before you post it? Well, you, and- you know why. Yeah, because they want to be the first to yes. to to, to, yes.
0: the, to the headline.
1: Yes. I, I knew it. I mean, and but and, and most, that's just disgusting. The this, public this, this loves it. That. The
0: public loves it. You can't deny it. People love it. They want to know. They need info. Give me clicks. Click click
5: click click click. They got to know.
0: Which is true, but if you're
1: on the phone with the camp. You would think to say, Have you talked to his wife yet? Does she know? You know, before we run this thing out here. But oh, yeah. I have such disdain for TMZ. Oh, yeah. It's soulless. And their parasites. Man. Oh, yeah. It's soulless. Uh, yes.
0: Parasites. Correct.
1: Because I honestly, my personal belief is TMZ is like a uh, commercial form of an alphabet organization. <laughs> they have their uh, they have their spies everywhere, hotels, restaurants, yeah. And this is how they operate. I mean, they have tentacles everywhere. Well, it's
0: better than and that. Want- people, they, they gladly take uh, tips from people everywhere. You know, their number is well known. People call in all the time, and they pay them. Yeah, and
1: and not only that, I mean, they say they have these random people that call them. I think they actually have plants
0: <laughs> sure, in yeah. the
1: in the hotspots to to sure tip them do. off. Sure, they do. I I want to give an example because TMZ hands is not clean in this whole uh, tearing down of Kobe, and this was right when Kobe Bryant won his Oscar for his short story and the film that was made out of it. I want you to hear one of the t m z parasites, and I'm gonna use that term for them because that's what they are they just they just feed like like parasites I mean they just try to suck anything they can uh listen to him running around at the Oscars where Kobe would receive the re- uh, his award uh trying to stir up uh controversy.
7: Kobe Bryant's win. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that are saying because he had some accusations in the past, and they're kind of surprised that he won. What's your reaction to that? Like, I, you know, I don't know. I, I would like to think. I, I, I really don't know. But yeah. all I can say is I, 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 I'm kind of woefully ignorant about the situation. Mm-hmm. But, but my hope is that the project itself was judged on its merits, and that's and that's why it won. Yeah, so that would be my hope. Yeah. So I'm sorry I didn't have a no, more interesting. no, you're good. Right? No, that's. Great. Great answer, you know? Thanks a lot. i got to ask you real quick what you thought about Kobe winning the Oscar. Yeah, I thought it was
6: incredible.
7: Really? Like, there are a lot of people, even though
6: he's been accused
7: of things in the past, like, do you think that...
3: Can I be honest with you? I know nothing about
7: movies. (laughs) You know nothing about what? I don't watch movies. Oh, you don't watch? Okay, he won for Best Animated um, Documentary. Okay. So, but he's, like, you know, had some accusations in the past. Do you think that matters?
12: (sighs) a lot of thoughts on a lot of things like that, but really? I'm going to keep it political,
13: not talk. Hey, what do you think about uh, Kobe Bryant winning an Oscar? Yay. <laughs> That's
3: amazing. Yeah? Yeah. It, even, even in light of the, the whole Me Too movement
7: going on, you know, he had the allegations years ago. Is, is, is that okay that he won an Oscar now?
3: Well, I don't know. I don't know much about his background. I mean, besides his career, but... Sure.
14: Yeah, I
6: think that's great that he won.
0: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the parasite trick, you know. This was, of course, right in the middle of the uh, Me Too movement, which was big at the Oscars mm-hmm. amongst the virtue signalers. And uh, this guy was literally told by, I presume, Harvey, uh, go there and ask everybody about the rape allegations, uh, and if they think it's okay. Just ask them that, and that's exactly what he did, because the guy's a, a bot. He's just like, oh, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, because I always hear these guys. He's also trying to suck up to the stars. He doesn't want to be too embarrassing. You know, hey, man, hey, hey, you know, hey, what do you think? Uh, and uh, it, it's, uh, it's what we do in American media, particularly if you are a king or a hero or at the top, yeah, we'd like to we like to bring people down, and then we have the comeback kid. It's uh, it's what we do, and this was perfect because oh, let's call some people out for hypocrisy or something like that. It's a, it's a machine move.
1: So to the machine,
0: Kobe had
1: gotten the green light or a pass because he received his Oscar. He didn't really get heckled or booed at the Oscar, so that was like a weird thing. Like because like. You would think the Me Too crowd would have really struck it up on him, but they never could get any traction. So that just made me wonder, like, you know. Well, they, I
0: mean, they, yeah, but Mo, if I can just interject, I mean, Kobe, mm-hmm. rep, it certainly at that moment in his life and career, represented huge money, huge corporate interest, big <laughs> goggles. Sorry. <laughs> no. You you good you good No, I mean is that you 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 were uh, and picking he, up, and he's black down. did I mention that oh yeah <laughs> so no well was... that's that, that you was you were on a roll there until now <laughs> <laughs> he's untouchable man he
1: was no well, that's a neg that's a negative in in this con- uh, but the the money thing he's a he he worked he's worked for Nike uh, yeah. Hollywood saw that he had uh chops to create oh yeah Uh content he was a content creator mm-hmm. uh so.
0: Yeah, don't they fuck saw, with them.
1: They saw pass yeah, they saw past it like oh n- hands off. Nope. I mean, if, even at the Oscars, no. If you notice, even when they were asked the question, like, I don't know nothing about Kobe <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
0: you know <laughs> I'm not that coached humana.
1: up to say Yeah, everybody had been coached up to say um Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm just here to celebrate life tonight, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Well, in the passing the Kobe is one guy that didn't get the message, and that's Mr.
8: R.A. Shafir. In all, nine lives were taken in the helicopter crash in Calabasas, with countless lives beyond affected by a no sugarcoating it, devastating tragedy. That was until one comedian rubbed salt in an open wound. As I know, there's always a lot of like hate, pain in the world, and there's always a bunch of terrible stories.
9: Meet Ari Shafir. Every once in a while, there's a good story. A good story comes out. The guy who got away with rape got his today. <laughs> Kobe Bryant is a god. I'm here
8: in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. Uh, maybe he wouldn't have raped that chicken Denver if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. Shafir with an upper echelon categorization of tone deaf reactions. It gets worse. Shafir tweeted, Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late. He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. He claimed he was hacked, but you get the point. Oh,
0: brother. another... Dickhead who's just... Ooh, let me do this and I'll get attention because I'd never heard of Ari David Shafir before. Yes. But in
1: all all of being a butthole, he did say some truth there that we even foreshadowed to that uh, the liberal Hollywood had plans for Kobe.
0: Uh, Yes.
1: So... This is from TYT, just to let people know. This is from uh, Young Turk Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watch how, in this next clip, the narrator doesn't let opportunity to politicize this
8: uh, get past him. Side note the Hollywood liberals argument. Quick example studios are contributing aplenty to the NRA and pro gun politicians, discarding the lives lost to gun violence each and every day in America, including Netflix, Warner Brothers, plus. Comcast, the corporate parent of Universal, pertaining to Ari, many notables shared their opinions. Oh,
1: so now he's said, "Oh, the the Hollywood's not liberal. They donate to NRA. Pro, pro gun." <laughs> right. I mean, come on, come on. We all know not. Hollywood is is on the cutting edge of uh, of liberalism. Right. So now Kobe's legacy, and this is what we're not talking about the man, and I, I don't really do the man stuff on on what we talk we always talk about the narrative and the legacy yeah. and how people are are Perceived. used or yeah are weaponized mm-hmm. so at the same time while he was being attacked for being a alleged rapist another demographic of feminists saw some good to use mr kobe bryant
6: It's likely that you're hearing many personal anecdotes about Kobe Bryant, so here's mine. I met Kobe one time, backstage at an event for ESPN in New York. And I saw him and I thought, oh my gosh, that's Kobe. I gotta get a picture for the gram. Hmm. That's the picture. I didn't get it for a few minutes because as I approached him, he immediately commented on my rather large eight-month pregnant belly. How are you? How close are you? What are you having? Mm -hmm. A girl, I said, and then he high-fived me. Girls are the best. I asked him for advice on raising girls, seeing as though he quite famously had three at the time. And he said, just be grateful that you've been given that gift because girls are amazing. His third daughter, Bianca, was about a year and a half old at the time. So I asked if he wanted more children. And he said that his wife, Vanessa, really wanted to try again for a boy, but was sort of jokingly concerned that it would be another girl. And I was like, four girls, are you joking? Like, what would you think? How would you feel? And without hesitation, He said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. When it came to sports, he said that his oldest daughter was an accomplished volleyball player and that the youngest was a toddler, so TBD. But that middle one, he said, that middle one was a monster. She's a beast. She's better than I was at her age. She's got it. That middle one, of course, was Gigi. When I reflect on this tragedy and that half an hour that I spent with Kobe Bryant two years ago, I suppose that the only small source of comfort for me is knowing that he died doing what he loved the most, being
13: a
15: dad, being a girl dad.
0: Uh, One comment. That was completely uh, written and read. (laughs) Goggles?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, by Ella Ella Duncan. I mean...
0: It was was scripted. You could hear her reading it, and you could hear her trying to throw inflection into it and make it sound conversational but it was scripted and of course she cried at the end that was nice a nice touch yeah
1: so the f- feminists had two different plans for kobe because one he was a huge uh supporter of women's basketball mm-hmm. and the WNBA is really struggling right now they mm-hmm. I mean they can't i mean they never made they've never made any money made a profit uh, but it's it's, per, it's, per, it's pretty
0: bad when in our country, sock, women's soccer is, you know, leap years ahead of women's basketball.
1: Right. So they saw an opportunity here to say, you know, one, one faction and this, this is going to show people when you use term like feminist or whatever the is or ism is, there's always factions within those groups and the corporate faction saw we could really. Monetize and you know, use this guy as a catalyst for oh, our agenda, money in the bank. Yeah, the girl dad, and that and it blew up. Girl dad was big hashtag. I was watching, uh, yeah, I was watching the uh, Fox Morning News. I don't, I don't watch my wife watches it, but I, I mean, I have to hear it. And it's like, girl dad, girl dad, I, I'm a girl dad, you know, you no, know, oh, my dad's a girl dad. And I'm like, I mean, and let's be clear, people, I have three daughters,
0: I'm a, a girl son. dad. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm a girl dad, uh, but I can say um, when you have girl, 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 as a parent in general, you're looking maybe to have another of, you know, of the opposite sex, you know,
0: so you have some. That's typically, you yeah, typi- or, yeah, typically say, shit, man, give me one boy. I might as well. Right. You know, th- these three girls can take care of him later on. Which the
1: inverse of that, I'm. I have two other brothers and no sisters, mm-hmm. and my parents were shooting for a girl, right? You know, you know. So it works both ways. I'm not saying you no. Know, just it that that knife cuts one direction, but you can see how they're weaponized, and it was such a huge hashtag that it bled over into our one of our favorite shows, The Real.
0: We want
16: to begin again by giving our condolences to Kobe Bryant's family on the tragic loss of him and his daughter. And we want to give condolences to all the victims of that tragic helicopter crash that happened on Sunday. Out of that tragedy, though, there are some inspiring, amazing stories that are coming out Mm -hmm. about how Kobe touched so many um, with just his thoughtfulness and his lovingness. Mm-hmm. Take a look at this story.
6: I asked if he wanted more children. And he said that his wife, Vanessa, really wanted to try again for a boy, but was sort of jokingly concerned that it would be another girl. And I was like, what? four girls, are you joking? Like, what would you think? How would you feel? And without hesitation, he said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. <laughs> Woo! has since gone
16: viral um mm-hmm. it was retweeted over 30,000 times when wow, ESPN wow. um put it up and it's ha- it has many men proudly stating that they are hashtag girl dad you know so how do you ladies feel about this
0: wow okay woo! yeah woo! let me tell you I have uh, three girls I have a daughter and two stepdaughters no way! Mm-hmm. I want no way! I want five more of that. No way! I don't care what you say. No way! <laughs> got to have some <laughs> testosterone around somewhere. Uh uh-uh.
1: uh You got to have balance. I mean, just balance. I balance. That's all, yeah. all we're asking for. Some some balance. I mean, when my son came, it was like whoo You know, like at least it's a, at least I can relate to somebody. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it gets it becomes a bit uh, interesting. But you can hear how they yeah, were it, it's being used his Of course. Oh yeah, pro
0: woman and running yeah. with it. Yeah yeah. yeah. Well, Miss Gayle which, King. Which, hold on a second before you go there. Okay. <laughs> which I find also inappropriate. It's just as inappropriate as saying, well, there's this rape case. It's just as inappropriate. Who gives a shit? The man has just died. And, oh, he was so beautiful. No, I don't like any of that, whether it's positive or negative. It's just, it's... Um, i don't know if i, I find it icky anyway
1: where they, well, they boiled him down to two things it's like one he's a yeah. rapist and the other he's a dad of girls i,
0: I heard he played uh, basketball too i'm not sure if he was any good and that's though.
1: not important we can't <laughs> we can't you know we'll leave that up to nike you know right. yeah, exactly. they get ready to monetize however they're going to monetize but miss gail king she didn't get the message.
5: Let me get you up to speed. On Tuesday, CBS This Morning aired Gale's interview with former WNBA star Lisa Leslie. In the wide-ranging interview, Gail asked Kobe Bryant's longtime friend about his tragic death in January.
14: He will be missed, but he will not be forgotten, that's for sure.
5: Gail also asked about his 2003 rape charge and subsequent criminal case.
13: It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003. 2004 is it complicated for you as a woman as a WNBA player
14: mm-hmm. Kobe's he, he was never like that I just never see have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way I, that's just
5: not the person that I know the network later posted a clip of that specific moment and people got mad
0: <laughs> now is it helpful that to, to because this is where i kind of picked up the story although interestingly i knew a lot about these other things
5: mm-hmm.
0: do you want so would i tell you how this came across and what this meant to me and what i looked at please please so uh and it was uh the keeper was looking at this and, she, and by the way she's heartbroken over this and she she's a sports fan although we never watch sports but you know she's chicago she's chicago bulls bears all mm-hmm. this stuff socks um and, but she's just heartbroken over, you know, I think mainly because, uh, the daughter was on the, was also, uh, on the helicopter. And, and so she's showing me this and, uh, the subsequent Snoop thing. But what, what, what uh, I heard, so I saw this I'm like, Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of a shitty question. But then I saw Gail King's Instagram. I know you're going to get there. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and her main point was, well, it's bullshit because it's out of context. It was a long interview. And I guess the interview had even aired the day or two days earlier. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was in the interview. But it was the little clip that was put online, which out of context, you know. And and, and so at first I was like, oh, man, what a horrible woman to do that. And then her defense, as a, as a journalist, I thought to myself, well... Yeah, I can kind of understand. You know, they they do that kind of shitty stuff out of context, and it can just hit wrong. and get someone to rile it up on social media. And so I kind of gave Gale, uh, in my mind, a pass, and I that's when I dropped it. That's when I was done with the whole thing. Well, hold on, Curry. No, boy. I need
1: you to put that pity party on postpone.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Stand by, everybody. We're going down.
1: <laughs> All right, so... She said they took it out of context. So we don't do sound clips and sound bites on this show. No, we always go back and get the full audio that way we can make our own judgment. If it was, you know, cherry picked or if it was actually what she said, what she said. So in this next clip, I have the transition from one subject to the next subject in the actual interview with Lisa Leslie.
14: We know what Kobe's accomplished, but Gigi hadn't, she didn't have the full opportunity to do that. Because you just know that she, she had the, the, the mentality, Mamacita was going to make it. She was going to be in the WNBA. It's been said that his legacy is complicated
13: because of a sexual assault wow. charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player?
14: It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, at go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know.
13: But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though as his friend
14: you wouldn't see it and that's possible
0: mm-hmm. so that was that the real transition that was not an edit yes that's the real transition and, and, and you were sure because even the audio sounded like i mean that that was there a a, a cut in the video well i I can't tell that i mean I, i'm sure
1: it was edited when they edited it, but that's not an edit of mine. This came
0: from a, almost a six No, no, I, I understand. I just want yeah, to hear this that. This came from a, yeah. I just want to look at the waveform. Hold on a second. Let me, let me just look at that.
14: that okay. She, she had the, the, the mentality. Mama Cita was going to make it. She was going to be in the WNBA. It's been said that his le-
0: I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. I'm I'm zooming in. It could, it's hard it to It could
1: see. have been, I'm not, I'm not taking away. It could have right. been.
0: Well it's one sh- sec edit it to the next segment. It's horrible I mean, if it no matter if it was edited or not if that it went out on the air like that it's horrible.
1: Well, what well here's the thing. If she would just ask the question, you know, it is uh, his, his past is yeah, but complicated. She re- but it was right
0: after talking about her daughter being great in the WNBA.
1: True, true. But just, let's just say we're going to say we're going to give her a benefit of the doubt. She's doing her journalistic uh due diligence. And she has to ask the tough questions, right?
0: Yeah, yes.
1: <clears throat> and that, that was the justification from a lot of other journalists or media uh, people. Well, she had to ask the question. That's her job. You know, she had to ask the question. Fine. It was the last 20 seconds of the
0: clip. Yeah, where well, she said, but you, yeah, know, you were his friend. You wouldn't really know, would you? <coughs> yeah, I heard that, that
1: is what really <clears throat> That's what really pissed people off. Because it's like, hold on, Gail. You know, you just ask her a question and then you're going to basically answer for like, oh, you, why ask her that if you think her response is going to be biased.
0: Yeah. And I don't think I heard well, that last part in any original that I saw.
1: You, I know you didn't. That's why. <laughs> Did you just I know you didn't. Uh, yes. yeah, that, that's what we do here because uh, I, I played the E.T. clip that was entertainment tonight. And if you just let them hear it. She just asked the question, you know, about his legacy being, you know, uh, uh, difficult or, yeah. you know, no, none of that, uh, like leading the witness kind of thing. But that's what pissed everybody off. Yes, and and she continues.
14: <laughs> I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk
13: about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really
14: part of his history? Wow. I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time. It's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean. He went to. It went to trial.
13: Yeah, with the case. It was dismissed because the victim in the case refused
14: to testify, so it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it.
0: Yeah, that's, you know what? This is a sad statement that this is uh, the Tiffany Broadcast Network, CBS, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. who do this. They're, they're no better than TMZ. And uh, She, she and,
1: did her job. And Gail, she did her job
0: Gail, perfectly. Gail <laughs> even though you're so successful, don't you think it's a little troubling that you and Oprah wear fanny packs and go into the woods camping together? I mean, does that really say anything? I mean, fuck, man. You can do anything with anybody. Horrible.
1: And I think she thought she was going to get, you know, Lisa Leslie to kind of side with her or give her you know, uh, uh, something to run well, with. Well,
0: that would be the media uh, way. Yeah.
1: But she didn't. And the thing is, Gail called Lisa Leslie for this interview.
0: <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, she... let me get
1: a WNBA player. Let me throw this uh, alley-oop up to her, uh, pun intended, and mm-hmm. see if she slams it home. And uh, Lisa Leslie slammed the door in her face. It was like, no, nah, I'm not. I, no, let's leave it where it was at. You had time to ask some news these questions when he was alive. You know, and you didn't. And this is what started everything. Got uh, it. So let's get into the backlash.
5: <laughs> when Kobe was 24, he was charged with one count of felony assault after a then 19-year-old woman went to the police, claiming he'd sexually assaulted her in his Colorado hotel room back in 2003. The case was dropped in 2004 after the accuser declined to testify. The same woman also filed a civil lawsuit, which was settled out of court in 2005.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So that was just a little backgrounder to catch people up on the alleged the allegation or or the the event in question. Mm -hmm. To me, I don't get into people's bedrooms. However, the court. If you notice, when we talk about other celebrities or iconic figures, I don't go for the low hanger fruit. I don't go for the sexual innuendo or whatever like that. Right. You know what I mean? It's like. So we can talk about what their motives were, but the whole purpose of this whole Gail King interview was to get all this churn back up.
5: Even Snoop Dogg took to social media with an explicit message for Gail.
12: We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? We your people.
5: On Thursday, Gail responded to the backlash on Instagram.
12: If I had only
13: seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry.
5: And she shared her side of the story.
13: Unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip from a very wide-ranging interview totally taken out of context and when you see it that way it's very jarring it's jarring to me so i've been told or i've been advised to say nothing but that's not good enough for me i reached out to lisa because i know that she's a longtime friend of kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship we had a really Wide-ranging interview. Talked about many things. And yes, we talked about that court case. Because that court case has also come up. And I wanted to get Lisa's take on it as a friend who knew him well. What she thought. Where that should stand.
0: Right, okay. But really, she said, I want to know what you think of it as a friend. Okay, thanks, that's great. But you're a friend, so you really can't know. So she was very, very mean. Very mean, yes. I, I see it now. All right, all right. All
1: right. Now, now you... And, and another thing <clears throat> maybe you didn't catch it, in clip 14 uh the reporter uses the same verbiage that Gail uses it's a wide-ranging Oh can I go uh, back and can
0: I go back and listen to
1: that? that yeah it's probably in the first 10 20 seconds yeah go Let ahead Let
5: me get you up to speed on Tuesday CBS this morning aired Gail's interview with former WNBA star Lisa Leslie In the wide-ranging interview Gail asked Kobe <laughs> Bryant's wife,
0: <laughs> Good catch. I like that. Good catch.
1: So when I heard this, I was like, oh, this is damage control mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of what Snoop Dogg said. And we haven't even got to what Snoop Dogg said. We got a clip of what Snoop Dogg said, uh, because they didn't want to give his words any more oxygen, uh, so the fire can burn. But as I said before, we don't do clips here or sound bites. I went and got the whole Snoop doll
12: Instagram, uh, post Gail King out of pocket for that shit way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumb ass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Funky dog head, bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right now let me see this um, is loaded here can i can i just gonna I deconstruct this for a moment please, uh, please. all right so <laughs> very valid comment about harvey weinstein almost no coverage very low coverage because you know trump impeachment then we had kobe mm-hmm. yeah but very little actual um harvey weinstein coverage um and then funky dog-haired ass bitch uh, is that what he said dog head no dog head okay all right Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. then i understand it i I didn't i didn't said dog hair but dog head all right got it yeah (laughs) yeah but uh, you know respect for the family i hear him i hear him
1: but one thing he said they took and they latched on to it and they spin it when he said we're coming for you we'll come for you or
0: we'll come get you yeah hold on that's at the very end right at the very end, let me just play that
12: part. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker? Respect the family and back off, bitch! Before we come get
0: you. Okay, before we the family clearly.
12: Mm-hmm. Before we
1: come get you. So now just mark that down. All right. But I want to go back to the point you talked about before about Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Now this Gail interview, not surprised at all. I was waiting on it. This is what they do. This is what Gail and Oprah does. They have a, a, they're known for this kind of behavior. Oh, looking on. they're looking. And this, this is why I brought it up because to the mainstream media watchers, uh, they won't catch this because as you heard in the clip, they, they took a little snippet of what, of the interview and kind of right. like the the, the the low impact information and then they took a little clip of Snoop Dogg and told you how bad it was, but didn't play you the clip, and that's that's all you heard. But Gail King and Oprah have a history of looking the other way when it comes to white men, powerful white men in Hollywood oh. or television. But when it comes to black men, you you, you remember the uh, the R Kelly oh yeah interview that really, that, that <laughs> famous. Really made her go viral
0: famous yeah
1: and I think she got bit by the viral bug and thought she was going to get the same thing again. Uh, what do you but, think,
0: what do you think this is? Is this a a hatred of black men? Is it a hatred of men? Is it a uh, we're going to call out the evil elements who are doing horrible things according to us so we can make uh. Uh, us better is that what it is what the hell are they thinking And who made them the the bosses of us it's the gender war so it is purely that huh but you but uh, okay yeah
1: no it's the i mean yeah you right. gender war you're right. and as i said before 2020 is important <laughs> <I> <laughs> kind mean, of this, yeah
0: Jeez.
1: all of this is underlying of we have to separate ourselves into our own demographic uh separate ourselves from black men. Yeah. Uh, if you don't if you don't carry the water, you know, if you don't push the feminist agenda, if you don't push the intersectionality agenda, whatever agenda it is, if you don't push it, then we need to marginalize you. Right. So they they saw an excellent example of attacking Kobe Bryant. They get another feather in the cap. That's one less conversation. We got Oh, we're covering this me Too thing. We're on top of it without talking about. The real power
3: structure.
1: Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about the real, the 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 less Moonveses of the world, <laughs> no. uh, the Harvey Weinsteins <laughs> of the world.
0: True power, there. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> the, the, no. the, true, the white power. By definition of last show, what what white really is
0: is nepotism.
1: It, exactly. So they they thought they've been great. Gail and Oprah are passing <laughs> and they're earning and they're earning their keep. Oh, of course. To, Good job, girls. Don't don't we see the same thing with uh uh with um uh Hoover?
0: Uh, Let's
1: attack. But we right. are the hardest.
0: Yeah. So we, yeah.
1: Can, so we can pass.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I never considered that.
1: Yes, this this is this is what we're talking about here. So yeah, um, and I know you probably not you, but people are saying, well, Mo, you're stretching there. Uh, let's hear how Gail King uh, spoke on Charlie Rose. Gail King opened up about the Me Too movement in a profile with the
17: New York Times, which published online on Wednesday. The CBS This Morning anchor extensively discussed how the movement evolved from a topic she covered on the news to something she's had to face head-on as a number of her colleagues at CBS have been accused of sexual misconduct and harassment. King's co-worker Charlie Rose, who co-hosted CBS This Morning alongside CBS CEO Les Moonves and 60 Minutes executive producer Jeff Fager, have all been accused of misconduct over the past year. King told The Times that you can hold two ideas in your head at the same time, meaning that she believes the accusers while also believing that the accused men shouldn't be banished for life. <laughs> she also discussed the possibility of redemption for the men accused, saying there must be room for some redemption somewhere. I don't know what the answer is to that, and it might be too soon. Maybe people don't want to hear that. King added that it is difficult to talk about the Me Too movement and brought up Matt Damon's comments as an example. They took his head off, and I actually agree with what he was saying. That doesn't mean I'm discounting what the women are saying. I'm just saying that we can't paint everybody with the same brush. King said she isn't sure what Rose's next career steps will be, and while she doesn't anticipate on working with Rose again, she revealed that they do still keep in touch. I know there are two sides to every story. That's what I know, she said, before sharing that she recently called Rose to check in on him after he had a health scare. The Times reached out to Rose for a comment to which he responded via email. Hallelujah, the Sunday Times is profiling gale there is a god in heaven rose did eventually speak with the times and had nothing but praise for his former co-host for more on the story head to thr.com and until next time for the hollywood reporter news i'm hay joy
13: oh,
0: that's great that's great you know i i'm able to hold two things in my head at one time yes <laughs> I'm, I'm very special that way you now i actually have a minute clip of uh, of her on cbs on the morning show talking about it if you're interested
1: sure sure let's let's hear it
15: The Washington Post is signaling there may be more revelations about what CBS News knew about claims of inappropriate conduct by former anchor Charlie Rose. In a story published yesterday, the Post detailed three occasions during which it says CBS managers were warned of Rose's conduct. All right, Anna,
13: thank you. Listen, the more you hear about the story, the more awkward and more uncomfortable it is. But the good news is, if you can say good news, is that the company's investigating hired somebody from the outside. And I really do feel that the chip's where they made this investigation is continuing, and we take it very, very seriously.
8: As the son of somebody who worked in the news business yes. in the 50s and 60s, I think about the women who had to come forward, what they had to, the anguish they had to live through, the courage it took to come forward, and the frustration of having to be silent mm-hmm. and feel like you can't have a voice. So it's good that, that they can get some kind of yes. uh, relief through this yes. investigation. I also kind of, I also think about the other damage in this, which is all the people who work here, those long nights, who fling themselves across the country exactly. to go cover stories, right. who are a part of this now, exactly. and. and and, uh, and dealing with it as right, well. Right,
15: which is why it's important we're investigating the past, but even more important that we're moving forward. Yeah, and, and that uh, the and there are a lot of professionals in the
8: building yes. doing
15: a very
13: good job. Yes. I don't want people to forget, you know, there are a lot of people doing a lot of good work here, as you pointed
0: out. <laughs> boy awkward very awkward awkward. and just it's awkward really bad man this bad and not not not
1: predators or no 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 i'm sorry
0: you know at least the company's investigating that's very good it's good news good news yeah
1: and if you go back to her clip she said well he's a friend you know and i could see things two ways you know i could i could believe the women why couldn't Lisa Leslie do the same thing then? <laughs> uh,
8: you,
1: you hear the hypocrisy? Now oh we are yeah. starting to see how we're we're, we're covering. Uh, there's, there's a difference in how we color. I'm gonna slip of the tongue, but yeah. how we cover people <laughs> by their co- quote unquote color. Yeah, it's like Charlie Rose. Yeah, he he defends the guy. Fine. You know, like, it could be this, could be that, could be I don't know, man, maybe, yeah. Well maybe she just sweet on Charlie so let's listen to uh <laughs> Gail King on uh Moonvis Yeah,
13: I am so sorry again that it hits so close to home for us. You know, I'm sick and sick of the story and sickened by everything that we keep hearing. But the part you mentioned about transparency is very disturbing to me because I would think, how can we have this investigation and not know how it comes out? Les Moonves has been on the record. He says, listen, he didn't do these things, that it was consensual, that he hasn't hurt anybody's career. And I would think it would be in his best interest for us to hear what the report finds out. On the other hand, you have women who are coming forward very credibly talking, about something that's so painful and so humiliating. It's been my experience that women don't come out and speak this way for no reason. They just don't. They just don't do it. And so... I don't know how we move forward if we don't, we at CBS Mm -hmm. don't have full transparency about what we find. John, you know, I I wasn't here yesterday because I was in a wedding in Europe, as you guys know. But I thought it was interesting when you said a friend of yours said for 30 years this has haunted her because we, of course, we're talking about it all weekend. And someone said, "What? how does anybody remember what happened 30 years ago when it is that traumatic (laughs) and that humiliating? You remember every single detail like (laughs)
0: Oh, brother. Gail. So disingenuous. Since there's so
1: many details there, let's get some of these women on the couch.
0: <laughs> let's have a
1: whole week special and talk to them about Moonves and Charlie Rose and the other guy. And we got plenty but, of guys we But as talk a, But as a friend, you know,
0: like you can't really tell now, can you, Gail? You don't really know, do you? Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so now we're seeing people that sensitive sensitive to this have been picking up on this and we're waiting for the exposés for these guys like uh uh, what, what, she even said in that clip that I'm sick of this story yeah not this is a great day for women you know that the, you know the victims finally get to uh, tell their truths she said no I, I'm sick of this story I you know uh, what oh now you're sick of it but when it's somebody like you know and I, let me make something clear I am not taking up for R. Kelly. I'm not taking up for any of them. What I want is fairness. If you're going to cover one pe- group of people the one way, be just and co- cover this other group of people <laughs> well, the same way. No,
0: we don't really want that. Otherwise, we'd have no show. We want people just to be themselves, and <laughs> that'll help us.
1: <laughs> right. So Gail's not. Let's not. Let's not beat up on Gail too much. Oh, let's go because, to
5: Oprah. <laughs>
1: yes, please.
5: Let's talk about what's happening with Harvey Weinstein. I know you posted on Facebook already, but you haven't kind of spoken yet publicly about what's going on. I think
15: that this is, I'm always trying to look for the rainbow in the clouds, whatever is the silver lining. And this is what I do know for sure. When something this major happens, when you have the fallout, 50 women coming forward, that it's a watershed moment. And what I do believe is actually happening is that, first of all, it's triggered a lot of unreleased pain, yeah. repressed anger, guilt and suffering that a lot of women have had. I happened to be on set with several actresses the other day and we were filming some things and they were like they were hadn't slept over a period of two or three days and I was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, you guys are suffering from PTSD. Mm-hmm. And when you Every- start talking about it out loud too. When Everybody has about a story. It. Everybody yeah. has a story. And so I think this is a watershed <laughs> moment. And if we make this just about Harvey Weinstein then it, we will have lost this moment
14: oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow that's pretty for the
1: she's yeah. looking for the rainbow and the silver lining we yes. can't make this just about Harvey Weinstein no. you know?
0: oh, we need this, some this. unicorns Yeah. wow I,
1: and I want to say this Snoop Dogg's attack was really an attack on Oprah. Gail just happened to walk into you know saying into the crossfire mm. because he he said he said oh you're friends with Oprah right and that's when he really you're know saying start landing on thick because people have spotted this about Oprah. You had Michael Jackson, you had Bill Cosby, you, you know, had, and I gotta I mean, tell uh, you
0: as as someone who has worked with Michael Jackson. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and I've determined that he was, if anything, asexual, and I I witnessed that whole trial. I was alive, I was working, I was in the business, I saw what was going on. I was always rooting for him. I knew he was... I, in fact, I said he got killed, and uh, and people hung up on me, and it turns out, mm-hmm. of course, he really was, you know? <laughs> um, and when... Because I remember one of the the most impressive moments of michael jackson to me was when he was with oprah and she's at neverland and they're in his um theater and he just Mm -hmm. and he just starts riffing and i I still get goosebumps when i think about it like oh my god it's so talented and oprah was just oh michael huh you know we grew up together it's almost like forget diana take me michael and then the way and that shitty ass documentary that came out which really bothered Mm -hmm. me i mean i I didn't even watch the whole thing. I know what was going on. I know who these people were. I I was I saw that happen. I was there. I was in the business. So, and then how Oprah propagated that was to me very disappointing. That's that's when she lost all my respect. That's all. I never pay attention to her. So, I didn't know that there was a, this continuous thing going on that she likes to yeah, discredit black and men.
1: And the, and the latest one was Russell Simmons.
0: Oh gosh! Uh, that it's,
1: was the that was yeah that was the, the latest that was the latest one at her at her target and people kind of pushed back on her so she kind of took oh, herself. I, I out saw of the, it out differently. The,
0: uh, I, I saw it as she it was enough for her to just get that going and that I don't think mm-hmm. she even really intended to be a part of the documentary. No, I don't think so. I think
1: well, 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 isn't that what Oprah's known for? Yes. All she has to do is put her name on something. Yep. And then it just takes a life of its own.
0: Now. Is her picture still on the wall next to Martin Luther King and JFK? Or is it sliding down?
1: In some, well, that was only in some households.
0: So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I
1: think in, in, in some, there's coming down and others is strengthening her. But and I know I know for sure in one household, it's been off the wall. And that's for uh, Miss Monique. Are you you're familiar with Monique, right?
0: Uh no. Where, how do I know Monique? From,
1: from the from the movie movie Precious Qu- oh, Queen's yeah, 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 of Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I know yeah. who
0: Monique is, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Monique and Oprah have had a running feud <laughs> ever
0: since Precious. <laughs> oh, is that stuff I didn't know? I'm glad you're on the showbiz tip, Mo. This is very this is very <laughs> handy. <laughs> so what
1: happened was that Monique claims that Oprah blackballed her. Uh, her and, uh, well, Oprah and Lee Daniels blackballed her because she went and do press runs for for the movie Precious. So, of course, Monique had something to say when this whole uh, beef kicked
9: up. Welcome back to TMZ Live. Uh, it is one of the things we, we say frequently here, that you, there are certain people in Hollywood you don't hear people, other people in Hollywood go after. Um, but Monique has never been one to hold her tongue and felt very strongly uh, about something she had observed happening with Oprah Winfrey. And so she did not hold back, basically wrote an open letter uh, criticizing Oprah for, uh, for attacking, and by attacking I mean working on documentaries, producing documentaries, uh, that went after powerful black men, Russell Simmons, Michael Jackson, uh, while not saying anything, at least publicly, uh, about Harvey Weinstein or uh, being critical of Harvey Weinstein. So uh, Monique spilled this out in an open letter that was extremely critical of Oprah.
3: Hmm.
9: Okay. Monique, she, she doesn't bite her
1: tongue. No. Uh, and as uh, just imagine somebody saying, well, you know, certain people in Hollywood, you just don't criticize. <laughs> That this is what's happening, and what you're wit. I want you to wit. I want people to realize what they're witnessing here. The old guard, yes. The old boule
0: guard, yep, 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 is has lost their power. It's slipping, yep, because the media, and this is the same for politicians. And I think I've said it here before. These mm-hmm. people still think you do the ET interview, you do the, you know, they do the thing with the right people. Uh, you know, have Charlie Rose interview you around the table, really deep and uh, intriguing and probing. And that's how you get your message out. Except that's not mm-hmm. how it works. That's why Gail said, Yeah, I don't really usually do this uh, Instagram because she she doesn't get it. And what Snoop does, he gets it. He's a part of that. Although he's moving towards the older, older guard too, but not like Oprah. And yeah, the power is gone. It's all of the old politicians still think that, oh, you know, uh, I just uh, go on uh, the Sunday morning talk shows and they'll be fine. No, 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 no. It, so the, yeah, yes, yes. So the power is. This is the
1: talent This is the talented tenth, aka, aka the boule. Uh, they're slowly being called out for their actions, and let's just hear uh,
9: Monique do it. Going after Oprah, good idea or not? Uh, Monique, welcome back to TMZ Live. How are you doing? Wonderful. And I see you have Sydney's there with you too. Sorry, how are you doing, Sydney? Doing wonderful. Excellent. How y'all doing? We're good. We're all right, we're good. So, uh, so what was the impetus for writing this? Because Oprah had backed out of the Russell Simmons documentary. Gosh, I feel like it was a month ago. Right. Um, but this weekend, you decided you you just had to get this out.
16: Well, because I had just seen the interview that she did. Um, when she was asked the question in reference to Russell. And I had seen the interview that she did when it came to Harvey. So it was fresh because I had just seen it. And when you use words like, what was the word? Criticizing? Yeah, criticizing, criticizing Oprah. Well, if you read it, I don't know if it's being critical more so than asking Oprah questions.
7: What's the central question?
16: Why is there such a difference? Why is there different words used and a different fight had when it seems like the color of the skin makes you look for the clouds and the, the the silver lining? And when it comes to a black man, I believe these women.
0: Well, how come? Why is it different? <laughs> uh, let's say, mate. Well, well, why is it different? This is a good question. This is a very depends if that man can do something for her. I guess.
1: That And then another question I want to uh, lay on top of Monique's question is, why is the liberal media
0: not jumping on If you this. care
1: so much about people of color, colored people, uh, <laughs> why are you not calling Oprah out as protectors of this power structure? But they won't do it. But I'll give you an example of the, how they'll do... Uh, A blackmail that they like to call out. This is from uh, the Young Turks uh, Sports. And one of your favorites on Mr. Jason Whitlock. Ooh, okay. Kobe Bryant, the most fraudulent superstar celebrity athlete we have ever seen. Because of his unique upbringing, He chose to be a knockoff rather than an original. I've been criticizing Kobe for a long time. Chanel knockoff bag or whatever, that's what Kobe is to Jordan. Why does he have to have two jerseys? I thought it was on brand for Kobe. He's a bit of a narcissist. I would love for a documentary to be done on Kobe, slimmer the kind of way OJ Simpson was examined and what he said about race. He spent 20 years in the NBA, and never figured out it's a team game and it's about the pleasure of everyone. I compare Kobe's
8: death and stick with me here uh, to Pat Tillman's death. Let's nip this in the bud. Jason Whitlock is a sellout. He's as trustworthy as a $3 bill, as much credibility as Jared Kushner on foreign affairs, as authentic as his newly formed hairline. He's a well-paid actor. I think he's gonna go down in history as the smartest basketball player we've ever seen. So when he says this, attempting to mop up his entire career, being built by shitting on the black athletes they focused on his history not his fake sympathy
0: well that's i mean the way this report uh was put together i feel uh Mm -hmm. i don't feel so good about uh, uh, jason whitlock right now
1: well jason whitlock i will say this most of his critiques were about basketball kobe's basketball yeah uh and it was commonly accepted that Kobe was toxic on the basketball floor. He didn't
0: pass. I know uh, that's that's the big thing. Not yeah. a passer. Yeah. N-
1: nobody wanted to play with him. That was the narrative. You know, No, he, um, LA had all this money and they couldn't keep players to come play with him because he was such an intense person. You know, he was like, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it my way. That I mean, that's what the Mamba mentality was. It was just, we're going to work 110%. And if you can't get on board with that, he will basically run you out of town or break you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So Jason Whitlock uh, critiques heard here, and this clip were fair. The one I didn't really care for was he got into Kobe's personal relationship with his right. wife. Right, right. I, that that kind of took some of the luster off of Jason Whitlock as well for me because that's outside the bounds. I mean, you don't get into people's. But I will say this: every sports, major sports, uh, icon. Uh, they form this love-hate relationship with a major athlete. This is how they come up. Uh, Skip Bayless, he has it with LeBron. Uh, Stephen A. Smith had it with Kevin Durant. I mean, got it, like, got, you,
0: you, it, got it, got it, got that's it, That's how
1: you. You're saying you write write a bad about the guy. No, you every, said it, that's, that's how you come up. You now, hate the guy. You said it. That's yeah. how
0: you come up. Yeah, it's uh, no different than music.
1: Yeah, but. My question is: This guy says, "Uh, Jason Whitlock's want to bring down the black athlete." So, uh, Young Turks, where's your article on, on Oprah? Where's, <laughs> where's your where's your clips on Oprah? I mean, <laughs> she, she's talking about bringing them down. Yeah, like in life, not just sports. Uh, and then this guy we uses a weird term, like he's a sellout. It's like, <laughs> I told you, these liberal white people somehow get a pass to use these terms like i brought up before acunye yeah uh you heard him say sellout uh they use other terms Wait, do you Uh,
0: is sellout considered to be uh racial
1: no but it's racial when you use it in terms of saying he's bringing down black athletes and him being Uh, a black guy yeah i got that's i mean because you could be a sellout uh in the music industry uh, because you came in as an indie, an indie star and you sold out and became a pop star mm, i mean right. so the work the term sellout in itself is not uh a loaded term it's how you use it so he was basically saying he's a sellout because he's black and he wants to take down black athletes so where's your clips on calling oprah sell
0: sellout but nobody would do it well, no, uh, I just want to show she's powerful, the, the difference between yeah. <laughs> sports <laughs> figures, sports figures are also more fair game for commentary. Uh, that's the whole the whole television game is commentary about about the players and about the, the, how they played, etc. Uh, Oprah is just not to be criticized if you want to work in media. That's, well, if I can go
1: dark. on a one minute uh, tangent, look at how they did Terry Crews. When he was saying, oh yeah, he was grope, absolutely, he too. yeah, it, oh, he's a hero, you know, Terry, woohoo, yeah, Terry got groped, but when he came out, said, so I didn't see anybody being racist to uh Gabriel Union, yeah, they drug him, <laughs> so it's not, it's not yeah. just sports, it's, it's not just sports, but uh, I, I digress. Mm. So what I did was I went and to one of my new favorite sources. I, I really didn't listen to it much, but. The more I listen to, she has a very interesting show, Miss Karen Hunter, and she's with Mr. Lamont King, uh, no relation to Kiel King, I don't believe so, and they discuss,
18: did Snoop cross the line? But sure, we coming to get you, that, that been, he could have been, he could say Black Twitter. Or, or or us? Nah, it, you know what I mean. Not was, like I'm was, sending nobody to the crib. No,
16: I mean, I, and I think and here's if, another thing: that if, they, if, the, if if fifty-something-year-old grandfather having uh, wearing his daughter's scarf, wearing Snoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're being honest, I don't think he was threatening her life. What I'm saying right. is somebody could somebody perceive it because yeah, there's anybody. a lot of stupid people out there. A lot
18: of there. kids out here too. So so with that, I feel like they could have uh, pivoted her and Oprah. And, and and really thrown it back and be like, oh, my God, Snoop just threatened my life. And turn it back on Snoop and make Snoop look like the villain. They, they don't have to cachet it. I, feel, to like turn I no, feel like they could have I'm going to tell you
16: why. They've been white men for too long. Hmm. And That's as it strong. relates to black people... <laughs> for them to turn it on to Snoop would require black people to be on their side.
18: Yeah, but we don't even play with threats though. We black don't play folks. with
16: threats, but what for her to say, like that would require people to go after Snoop and say that was wrong, shut that down, blah 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 blah. And I'm oh, saying that
18: I guarantee you, no, you that would have been possible. No, Easy Oprah and Gale? Yeah, they make the right phone calls and, and somebody's like, Hey Snoop, you know what? You my man and all, but that was too much, fam. You know what I'm saying? Who's I, saying that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There
18: was a lot call. in
1: that clip, so you want you want to you want to you want to discuss what you could t- what you took away from that.
0: No, you go ahead because I I okay. I just want to process. So she
1: basically called uh, Oprah and Gayle white men. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, and and for, for full disclosure, Karen Hunter is a is a uh, black woman. Uh, two, she said that if the uh, people aren't with you. You know, they couldn't do anything. You know, they couldn't really turn this around. But this guy, Lamont King, was spot on because he was like, you can make the right phone calls. Yeah. Uh, And People Snoop can shut be Snoop made Snoop to down. back off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the funny thing is, w- w- one of my good friends, we 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 discussed these things. And me and him had the same conversation even before, you know, uh, this whole thing. While it was going on real time, it was like, Snoop, he's stepping on some some of the wrong toes,
0: Big toes. If, if you
1: want to be working in this town yeah if you want to work if you want to like have a vow of poverty yeah you can you can go after these uh people but
0: <laughs> i'm seeing the snoop dogg podcast on the horizon
1: <laughs> right but i mean i'm sure oprah has uh uh what's her name uh the one he does the shows with her name slips my mind oh snoop uh, yeah, Snoop, the one Snoop does the show with. Uh, I don't know Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Oprah has Martha Stewart's number, like eh. or whoever does the game shows that Snoop's on. That Snoop is on. Well, she has incredible. Uh, she has
0: incredible power in the television business. So anything he's right. doing in television, and I would argue in Hollywood, although her main phone call is you know is uh, in court right now because she if you. I mean, if you could call Harvey Weinstein and say, "Hey, you know, p- problem with this guy," it was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's now hopefully changed. But in television, for sure, Oprah can call sure anybody. Has- get Ted anything Turner.
1: Done. Ted Turner's another one because he had a show on TBS. I'm sure. I'm sure Oprah has all these people's numbers and like you know.
0: Well, sadly, uh, t- t- sadly Ted Turner has Alzheimer's and he's a plant now. So that's not a call okay. you want to make. Yeah. Okay. But your point is. So-
1: yeah, I mean, it's people that sh- they can call. They just didn't know who they could call at the time they were having this discussion. But let's continue to listen to uh, did they cross the r- line. You know what I'm saying? Who's, saying,
18: I, that? I could, uh, who's me, saying that? Black Twitter? Who's saying that? No, I'm, no, I'm, no not, it's bigger right. than Black Twitter. So Black Twitter's not no, saying it. Bigger so bigger who's saying it? it? If you call the right person, I got to think about it. I got to think about it. Okay. You can call the right person. I'm, I don't so, think so. Somebody senior. To 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 Snoop, Who? who's maybe fifty five instead of fifty four. Who? Um, you gotta let me think. I, I know okay, you, I'm gonna give you to. The I break. feel like they could have did that. They could have thrown it back and then faded back into the shadows. Be
16: like, nah, oh my god, no, because, he's us because
6: and that's not because right.
16: With the climate and the temperature, people were like, good. You understand? Nah. Have you been watching the comments? No, no I get it. So yeah. so them saying, I can't believe you threatened my life. And, oh, this is terrible, you, you know, and try to play that role with where they sit, as I'm saying, and I'm not being disrespectful, yeah, I'm yeah, saying no, that it. they have it. not been, you can show up to black things, yeah, but to you. be in the community, you can show up to West Side High and give money, you can be in different places and donate money, but they have not been black but people it, for a long time and so, because of the level of wealth and how they move.
0: <laughs> so they're not black people. No fantastic I, that, that's the if point i, I was making about them passing. i'm more they're black passing. than them damn it i can see it now clearly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they're they're passing so it's there what, weird what place is this, this karen uh what's her name karen uh hunter, karen hunter. where what yes. where is she where can i want to listen to this show where is she on is
1: she's on uh the oh. satellite radio
0: oh Sirius Sirius xm
1: yeah she's on Sirius. yeah and you can oh. find her on
0: youtube as well oh so, okay all right she sounds fun yeah. to listen to all right cool
1: she she does have a very interesting show, and she makes some some very interesting points, but I think she was a little off on this because she underestimated the power of, one, sympathy, because that's exactly what Gail King and Oprah did. I mean, we covered that already in the clips, that they played the he's threatening me role. Yeah. You know, he says, yeah. come yeah. to get me, my yeah. death threat. Yeah, But I want to point out in the earlier clips about the previous uh, reporter, they got the same death threats. So you can't put this on Snoop. Right. You know, that I mean, one, you it's not equivalent to say, yeah, oh, Snoop said this, so now I'm getting death threats. No. Snoop didn't say anything about uh the lady from the Washington Post, but she got death threats because she came against trying to uh smear Kobe's uh image. Right. So I, I think that's not a fair no one-to-one correlation to say what Snoop said, I'm getting death threats. Uh, but let's let, let Karen and uh, Lamont finish up
16: white people don't treat them like black people and so
18: you could use that is all I'm saying you make that right phone call to a person I don't even know their name
0: oh, as a white person I'd like to hear the beginning over again
16: white people don't treat them like black people and
0: so you <laughs> that's right <laughs>
18: That's nice. Could use that is all I'm saying. You make that right phone call to a person. I don't even know their name. And that person is calling Snoop. Is like, yo, you don't want to mess with your money, champ?
16: They can't we- mess with his money, champ. Yeah. He's got it's,
18: always, 40- oh, it's always somebody Get in charge here, of LeBron. somebody. No.
16: Snoop has agency.
18: Everybody does you're an apology tour. Mind. Everybody does you're the apology tour. On.
16: Snoop has agency. You, he said what he said. There's nothing you can do about it. You, Take away the Martha Stewart thing. You he's saying, still going to get money because black people are going to support Snoop Dogg no matter what. And even more no, I, so.
18: I, I agree. But you're saying he's bigger than doing an apology tour? Yes. When they come get you, they coming to get it's, it's you. Snoop. Huh. Oh, interesting. <laughs>
1: Wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I think Carrie Hunter, I think she knows better. She knows better, but Hmm. in, in black media, this situation for the people in black media was very sensitive because the people were with Snoop.
0: Yeah. But the media, the, you, the media the is is, the, is Oprah. <laughs> yeah, and
1: the talented tenth, and
0: the, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, you got to be because Oprah could definitely shit. I could call one person that's serious and get this. Get, I could get Karen off the air if I yeah. really want. It's one person, like it's one call, but I could do that. I mean, it's so Oprah. Imagine, imagine. Oh no! So exactly. of course, you got to so, be thinking about that.
1: So she gave Snoop. She knows Snoop was not more powerful than. Oprah and Oprah could easily shut down, um, shut down Snoop, but she was playing to her audience. She's like, you know, I'm on Snoop's side. I want to, you know, Snoop can't be taken. Come on, knock it off. Right now, nobody's above, and that's the thing about when you become a billionaire. That's a whole different and, and that she was making the point. She was making two points at once. But she was saying, one, that they haven't been black people for a long time because of the money and the influence they have. But then Snoop has more power than Oprah now. Nah, yeah, I, no way. I, that, yeah.
0: I don't think Barack Obama had a party at uh, at Snoop's house uh, to raise money for his campaign in, in 2012. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> exactly. So Oprah comes out. And she plays the sympathy card as, La- as Lamont King alluded to.
13: And uh, I, I think the last 24 hours for your best friend have been pretty difficult after that interview uh, with Lisa Leslie about Kobe. And I just wondered just
15: how she's doing. She's not what's- doing well. May I say she is not she is not doing well because she has now death threats and has to now travel with security and um, she's feeling very much attacked. You know, Bill Cosby is is texting from is is is. Tweeting Tweeting from jail. uh, And uh, she's not she's not doing well and feels that um, she was put in a really terrible position because that interview had already ran. Mm -hmm. It was over. And in the context of the interview, everyone seemed fine, including Lisa Leslie. Mm -hmm. And it was only because somebody at the network uh, put up that clip Mm -hmm. and that and, and I can see how people would offer. Obviously, be very upset mm-hmm. if you thought that Gail was just trying to press to get, uh, you know, an answer from Lisa Leslie.
0: So she propagates the lie because, again, that's not what it was about. It was about the. You're his friend, you wouldn't really know anyway.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't about the question. I mean, she just asked that one question. Hey, you know what? They movement. fooled
0: me, Mo. They had me fooled. <laughs> I, I, they had me fooled. I was. All, but now again, I, I did not dive in. This was not my topic to do, yeah. but they had me. Definitely,
1: and that's the whole point. I mean, with headlines, that's why they're so powerful now. That the majority of people only reads the headlines and maybe the first paragraph. You, you know, so of course, of course, mostly the headlines. I mean, when you look it up down a timeline, so it's it, they understand how it works, but what they don't understand is there's people that are spotting these trends. Yeah. With with the timeline, it is in line and you can go back on your line and say, OK, there's a data point. There's a data point. There's a data point. And you start formulating these, you know, these ideas. Of, oh, I see how you do things different
0: depending on who's involved. What did but- uh, what did uh, Bill Cosby tweet?
1: I am not even sure.
0: I, I, you, like, you
1: can I, look it up. If how you does to, he I,
0: have a Twitter in jail? <laughs> it's another. I question. thought he was going blind.
1: So I mean, that's even.
0: <laughs> it's right. Can't walk. Is blind. Like, uh, and yet, Twitter yeah. in jail. I don't know. I, I guess. But well, to, throw, to, to throw his name in there,
1: it, I mean, really, Bill didn't do them any uh, service because when you link Snoop Dogg's name to Bill Cosby, now it's, you know it's you're, you're guilty by association. Of and course,
0: that's, that's, of that's, course. What, yeah, but, that's what.
1: that's what. It's a tool. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you had that was. and This is let people know who was on the interview. That was U- Uda. I think is her name. Uda. Uh, uh, Yoda. Y- Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yoda.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hoda. 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 Yeah, Hoda. That's
1: it. Hoda and the and Bush lady. Uh Bush's uh,
0: granddaughter I believe or uh yeah yeah I guess uh, yeah. yeah, mo I don't know oh, no. I'm awa- can- I'm watching Fox News with your wife I have no idea what uh, what's going on <laughs> It's Hoda yeah Yeah Hoda So uh, but if you listen to them and they're like oh no oh, That's, <laughs> that's terrible. Well that's isn't that the show where they drink in the morning isn't that that show
1: Yeah 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 they 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 turn they throw early back. in the morning Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um in this next clip I'm gonna I'm, 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 uh give you a task. Okay. A major talking point was laid out in this next clip with Oprah.
15: Um she 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 obviously all things pass, she will be okay, but um, she hasn't slept in two days. What do you think about all that criticism? I think the vitriol is, I think Mm -hmm. anybody can criticize anything, but the misogynist vitriol and the attacking to the point where it is dangerous to be in the streets alone, because it's not just the people who are attacking, it's the other people who take that message and feel like they can do whatever they want to because of it,
11: you know? You, You have built this community, that's what you're doing with this tour. That's what you do with your friends. We have best friends. We were talking mm-hmm. about this last night that if one of our friends was going through this
15: It's you. It's There's personal. no difference between you and What do you of course, do? Um, you support them and you know I was on the phone with her this morning. I was on the phone with her last night. I was on the phone with her the night be- before. I think you you stand in the gap. You try to be there for your friends but uh, it's this is very hard because when you have social media mm-hmm. and the force of social media and particularly people who didn't see either interview mm-hmm. um, making attacks and i think everybody has the right to have their opinion mm-hmm. but to do it with such vitriol hate. is hate and meanness
0: well i heard misogynist in there yeah misogynist vitriol yes yeah did i win I get a car, and yes, you get did. a car, and you yeah. get a car. Yes, yeah. Misogynist <laughs> vitriol, exactly. It was right away they went to. Ah, oh, it's because she's a woman. No, it's because what she said, what she did. It wasn't because she's a woman.
1: Yeah, and and
0: but but I, misogynist. I, I, but but what she probably was referring to, or how people may have received that, is when you say "doghead bitch." That's mm-hmm. that would be seen as misogynist.
1: That 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 was the that was what she was talking about, but that what that's what made it a man versus woman
0: thing. Yep, 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 yep,
1: yep. Even though we just heard Monique, uh, come after Oprah for this, and then we heard early in the clips that uh, what was her name, uh, Lindsey Granger, she went after people, uh, trying to railroad Kobe's uh legacy. So this is not a man versus woman thing, but that's what that's the way they want
0: it to. That's how they're spinning that the, it. Yeah, sure.
1: That's that was the spin. Yeah. Uh, and ET was complicit in this because they kind of. <laughs> gee, uh, gee, what a surprise! Right. So we have everybody, you know, on on on, uh, on message, on point.
0: Yep, we're, we're rolling.
1: So everybody's on message. So one of the people that's on message is none other than one of the boule members, Mr. Roland Martin. I, I, we talked about him before on this
0: show. He's a drip. Uh, What's his background again? Because <laughs> I see him all the time. What is the deal with he, Roland Martin? What is he, he do? He came he on
1: through CNN. He's a card-carrying member of the Boulay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, He's even got that phony-ass cravat. You know, he doesn't wear a tie. I've got to wear this silk thing in my shirt.
1: Yeah, the uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, ascot. Ascot. <laughs> yes, I call it cravats, yeah. but yes, an ascot. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's what, yeah. He and yeah, that guy's hilarious.
0: So oh, he's also he's so, he was on the Tom Joyner show for years. Yes, he was. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I, I, I said he was boulevard car, <laughs> card card carrying member. You're right. Yeah. Card
1: carrying member. So. Mm-hmm. He's confused about this whole situation and you can hear it in uh controversy one.
9: Please explain to me, Lauren, how in the hell Gail King vs. Snoop is the 21st century of the East East Coast, West Coast rap battle. I mean, it's like, it's like Tupac and Biggie. I mean, this is, this is, and people are like, no, which side are you on? I'm like, yo, shut the, f-. I'm telling I, you, ya, know, I, y'all, they're going to make me cuss I, this event. I'm just, I, I'll, I, I I'll, no, know, it's just, it, it's like, it's, it's just
1: stupid. He's conf- he's confused. Like, oh, what's going? On? I don't know what's going on here. I I, what's going? I'm
0: confused. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you mean he's he's feigning the surprise? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> what well, he, he always see, do he always seems so sure of himself when he's on CNN or MSNBC. Exactly.
1: But now, when you put between a rock and a hard place, of do you, he even said himself, "People want me to choose Are a you side going of, with are,
0: are you going you, with with the man of the people, or are you going to go with your fellow boule? Mmm, y- tough. And
1: you hear how flustered he is. <laughs> and this yeah. next, in the next clip, this woman is going to explain it to him quite clearly what's going on. I'll,
19: I'll try to explain it to you, rolling up. I think part of the issue here is that. Uh, there's a longer history here that I think Snoop and 50 Cent and a lot of these guys have been paying attention to longer than maybe any of us, which is that if you look at the reporting specifically on CBS and specifically by Gail King and Oprah, um, you see that they covered Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. And Michael Jackson and then Russell Simmons and then Justin Fairfax and then Kobe Bryant. They covered them in a certain way that I don't think we saw coverage of uh with regard to frankly, with regard to white males accused of sexual assault. And we're in kind of this moment where allegations are conviction with sexual assault. So if somebody says something, the person's life is just blown up, whether you know the details of the story or not. And I think that the CBS Morning Show can't be confused with 60 Minutes. I mean, they don't really, are not investigating on the same level as a Frontline or 60 Minutes show. So when they put people on and the thing blows up and that person's reputation is blown up, that person is, of course, paying a huge price. And I think the fact that Gail, of course, is best friends with Oprah Winfrey who, unfortunately, before she turned 15, she was raped when she was nine years old and then 14 which is incredibly tragic i think the fact that she has that connection with oprah and when these things happen they tend to get involved in it like
0: hey who is the woman speaking again uh, i like her uh, I, I, I like her i want to add her to my playlist who is she no we'll, we'll, figure we'll figure it out Yeah, figure it out well we'll figure it out she's talking some sense but she has it all figured out. But Roland, is—I I don't know
1: what's on. going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now R- Roland's supposed to be a man of the people. Uh, you—you he—he didn't spot this trend of Oprah. Uh, uh, and another one was the uh the uh, lieutenant governor of Virginia, the guy that got another of n- sex. another pass. Yeah, and you know, uh, so.
19: He doesn't he he didn't get it, but she laid it out quite clearly and she's going to continue it on clip three. I remember when the Michael Jackson documentary came up, uh, it was was surviving or leaving Neverland. Uh, They did like a week on that. They had the Jackson family and then they had the the guy that did the documentary. And they had, you know, they had like step after step, Mm -hmm. detail after detail. Did the same thing with R. Kelly. They had R. Kelly's accusers and then they had another accuser. It was like the level of attention and reporting that went into that is not the same that we saw on a lot of these stories involving white males who have been accused. Right. I think when people Harvey make Weinstein. that when, right, when people make that Harvey Weinstein and many more, when I got people it. make that point they're making a really good point. And when you have these positions in journalism that are so important and so rare for African Americans that Gail King has, she has to be thinking about how the community is represented. I know that's an extra burden on black journalists that perhaps shouldn't be there, but she's got to be thinking about how she uses her stage. And frankly, I think the I'm most the underrepresented I, I am, I, the most underrepresented group on TV to me is black men. We have a lot of black women out I there talking I, a lot more I than am we am Perfectly did. fine with all of that. It, yeah.
0: This I, I need Shut, to, up. Yeah. Shut
1: up. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a.
0: <laughs>
1: Now he has all the answers when she started saying that black men are underrepresented in the media and that and that mindset that, that Snoop Dogg and Fifty Cent and those guys came with. Uh, now he's like I, I got it I got it it's like oh <laughs> I thought you were confused right so now you got all the answers now he was like shut up
0: you know what I'm saying
1: like <laughs> I got it I got it serious? I got it <laughs> yeah you said too much um but let's let them wrap up with our uh, clip four
19: it's gone crazy. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> it, it's gone crazy because I, I think see, the perspective it, and, and, that Snoop has, even though I didn't agree with what he, how he, you know, what he called Gail, But the perspective that Fifty Cent and Snoop has is not represented on TV. I mean, I'm not expecting, I'm and, not and, expecting, and, 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 I'm not expecting a major and, and, news outlet to have to go to a bar and pick a guy up. But we see the PhDs and we see the, you know, club bourgeois on there all the time. The overeducated, the top ten <laughs> percent. <10%. laughs> we don't see the average black <laughs> male on TV. Represented very much Their views So oh, gotcha. but, I but, think but that's here, what we're but, but here's also here, But let me But let me caution All these brothers out here Who want to get high and mighty Their treatment of black women May also become Under the microscope Well it has to be Under okay. the microscope just, with, with Gail and Oprah around no, it. it's no, no, been under no, the microscope no, 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 The whole no, time No, no, no What, what I'm no, no. What, and what I'm saying
9: is that if this thing is going to escalate into a black man versus black women, you're trying to take somebody down. I'm simply saying I think some people have gotten to the point that they're so irrational in their response
0: that it's gotten way overheated. At the end of the day, I'm like, y'all, seriously, uh, the minute she mentioned, like the, the B word. Uh, she didn't use boule But it was clear what she was talking about That's when Roland Martin's like Okay, gotta shut this down now Listen yeah, <laughs> I can't talk about it no more Woo! <laughs> You What, you saw oh, me at the meeting? what did you see?
1: And, and to go back To last show You asked me about uh, The State of the Union And yeah. Trump And how I took it mm-hmm. And I use this term Real black people Right and you were like, huh? Like real, real black people. And I was like, no, not the super uh, intellect or, you know, I, I kind of laid it out. Like, if, if we can't, can we just hear her say that again? I think it was like the first 30 seconds. Because I, 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 you brought it up. I want us to really hear what she said.
0: What, this clip, the one we just played? Yes, please. Okay, hold on a second. Of course, we can do that.
19: It's gone crazy. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> it, it's gone crazy because As I think I'm, the and perspective and, and, that Snoop has, even though I didn't agree with what he, how he, you know, what he called Gail, but the perspective that Fifty Cent and Snoop has is not represented on TV. I mean, I'm not expecting. I'm not, right, expecting I'm, point. Point. I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting a major point. news and, and, outlet to have to go to a bar and pick a guy up. But we see the PhDs, PhDs and we see the, you know, club bourgeois on there all the time. The oh, overeducated, the top ten percent
0: who keeps saying great point great point who's that? who's that it's like another guy black. Uh, another black guy he's like from, is he from the fugees is that the fugees guy <laughs> right on uh-huh yeah go what uh-huh. <laughs> the hell oh, yeah. yeah okay so yeah I, oh. her point is well made i understand it's like she's saying like uh not not the typical representation but i don't know like mo maybe
1: yeah, yeah. This, exactly. We, this is, yeah. we see it. We, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not uh, we go to Ivy League schools or whatnot, but we, we see what's going on. I mean, it'd take, a, you know, a PhD to figure out that uh, Gail and um, Oprah have something for black men. Uh, and in the previous clip, I think clip three, she mentioned that both of them were victims of uh, sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And you asked the question where, where, where I mean, and I, I kind of Glossed over it by saying it's male hate, but mm-hmm. I mean maybe their hate comes from a justified place of you know this demographic hurt me, so now I have to go out you know and be proactive and that's- that's them.
0: possible that's possible for sure that then and, and that's right. unresolved uh, issues but uh understandable to a degree but uh it should not matter if uh, I mean, it shouldn't matter what what uh, if if it's black or white, and they, yet they let the white guy slide. I I see the problem. Of course, I I never recognized this pattern uh, with Oprah. I just saw the individual mm-hmm. pieces. As I said, the Michael Jackson part bothered me a lot because she was such a proponent, and then based on this flimsy documentary, she's switched it up. And, and as uh, as the woman said here. You know, a week long of you know interviews and everything. And the same with R. Kelly, uh, but nothing for the. Uh, it's inconsistent and uh, and clearly racially based in that case somehow.
1: And who and who's going to call her out? Because like we heard in the TMZ Monique clip, it was like you can't call her Oprah. You but know, yet so.
0: Snoop is probably uniquely qualified to do that.
1: Yeah, but even Snoop was um. Yeah, well, we'll get there. Uh, So another uh, another person, one of the super smart uh, elite that were uh, put out to kind of put the fire out was one of your favorites, Mr. Michael Eric Dyson.
0: Oh, no, not this guy. (sighs) Mm -hmm, guy.
1: You
7: can have legitimate critiques of Oprah Winfrey and Gayle King. You can legitimately ask them what about their uh, viewpoints about Harvey Weinstein? And uh, Al Franken and Charlie Rose versus a Kobe Bryant, right? That's a legitimate critique. What is not legitimate is to, in a vicious sense, assault them. This cancel culture has to be ended; has to itself be canceled.
0: Well, that's interesting. So he says, "Here's <laughs> here's what you could do, but let's not do it."
1: Yeah, and then the cancel culture—that's that. That's they made their. You know, whole second part of their career about cancel culture, calling this person out, going at the advertising. It's exactly so you what they're doing. But, yeah, off. it's
0: exactly what's going on here.
1: But it's the cancel culture that needs to be canceled. <laughs> and I want to say something else. Uh, Michael Eric Dyson has made most of his you know career about writing about rappers. I think he has a book on Jay-Z, one on Tupac, uh, and a few others. Huh. Now you're bothered by misogyny? Huh. Now you're bothered by foul language? I, 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 don't, I don't understand. Huh. Yeah, so I, it's just that, like I said, the the boule have been exposed. Uh, they don't have the power they used to. They don't have the power to um, manipulate through the media because there's other outlets like this show here and other podcasts youtube uh youtubers vloggers whatever i mean fill in the blank that are pointing out the the counter narrative it's like no that's not how it went this this is this is how it goes well
0: well, believe it or not people are getting their information and their cultural fix from places other than the arena that uh, these people play in
1: yes especially with cord cutters I mean that's that's one of the big things because you don't have the broadcast networks. No, you know, none, so. none, none
0: of our girls have cable. None of them. They come over here to watch the Academy Awards. They, there's no cable. They don't care. It's not interesting.
1: So me, me you're tailoring your information due to what you're interested in and your timeline. Yeah. So CBS is not going to. If if you notice, even Oprah said that the, the the interview was out there. You know, it it was only when it became a clip. Yes, and the clip started floating around that people really got upset. Nobody watches their. Ex- uh, that's
0: my point. You're right because the television interview. No one gives a crap. Oh wait a minute! There's, a, there's something on YouTube. There's a clip. There's a clip. <laughs> that's when people saw it. That's a very good example. In fact, that's probably the one of the biggest learning moments from this.
1: Hmm. So, even Mr. Snoop Dogg. I mean, we heard uh, Lamont King say, "Who could they call?" Uh. Well. Obviously, they got on the phone and they got a heavy hitter to
2: chime in on Snoop. The problem with that is, is that when you want to play gangster, uh, the problem is, is when an actual gangster comes in the room. The <laughs> problem you can roar as loud as you want. Roar, roar, scare your friends. The problem is, when an actual lion comes in the room. It's like, yo, one of these things is not like the other. His, your claws don't look like his claws. And that's exactly what happened. Because apparently, I had no idea, Gail King, um, rolls deep. (laughs) Apparently, Gail, Gail King rolls deep. Because Susan Rice, yes, yes, Susan Rice, you heard me correct. Yes, that Susan Rice, former National Security Advisor, yeah, to the Obama administration. Yeah, Susan Rice hits up Snoop Dogg and tweets at him talking about, yo, that was mad disrespectful. You need to back the F off <laughs> because Gail apparently has an army behind her. And if you want to you wanna play this game, you're going to lose and it won't be pretty.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: So did you see here
1: her, her, her actual tweet? Uh No. Okay so Susan Rice her uh, actual tweet I'm going to read it um, word for word she says this is despicable Gail King is one of the most principled fair and tough journalists alive snoop backed the f off and she spelled it out uh I mean what well, she put four uh, asterisks there mm-hmm. they say uh you come for Gail King you come against an army you will lose and it won't be pretty.
0: That's the boulet saying, uh, showing their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you come uh, against the
1: army? I mean, like, that's more of a threat than what Snoop said to uh, Gail.
0: An what, actual what army, yeah.
1: Yeah, you will lose and it won't be pretty. But you, mm. you, you, you see what I'm saying? And that's what Lamont King was saying. Who can we get on the phone? It got to be somebody senior.
0: Yeah, well, that was the uh, one. That's certainly that's a good one.
1: And the other thing is, is who she who is she speaking for? I mean, we know her connections, uh. But well, I mean, that's least, that's that's yeah. that's yeah. The boule has reared his head, and that goes to show you that when you have to show that kind of power, you really don't have power.
0: Not if you have to do it that way. No, I agree. Unless you're Trump, so, but then you do it in a funny way.
1: Yeah. And then but Snoop <laughs> got the message, because he came out and was like, I'm non-violent. <laughs> <laughs> he did everything with apologize, but without apologizing. He was like, I'm non-violent. I, I didn't mean uh, we're going to come. Wait you know, a
0: minute. And, wait a minute. He be backpedaled?
12: Yeah. And here's the clip. Tops, hold up, though. This big Snoop dog. Here's a message for the people that need to know. I'm a non-violent person. When I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like Gail was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. Now with that being said, what I look like want some harm to come to a 70-year-old woman. I was raised way better than that. I didn't want no harm to come to her and didn't threaten her. All I did was said, check it out. You out of pocket for what you're doing and we watching you. Have a little bit more respect for Vanessa, her babies, and Kobe Bryant's legacy. Yeah. But anyway. I'm going to do what I got to keep doing. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We're very nonviolent. We just want to say that first and foremost. We speak from the heart. Some of you who have no heart don't understand <laughs> that. But anyway, carry on and enjoy your day.
0: <laughs> That's it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, yeah. he accentuated that uh, he's nonviolent. Got it.
1: And the funny thing is, I never took when I heard his clip. I never took it. I took it as being very disrespectful, uh, maybe justified, but very disrespectful. But I never took it as violent
0: as or as threatened. Well, you're right. And and I think it was probably good that he that he said that because you know Oprah is the one who immediately went. Well, it's not those. You know, it's other people that hear that and they go crazy and the death march rah, rah. So he he did the I think the right thing to defuse whatever, whatever he could, but. It's fucking Twitter, it's Instagram. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's such a breeding ground.
1: But the, but the bigger story is it it's the good and the bad. Yeah. Because without it, the boule will still have oh, full they'd be control over Oh the yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So you have to take the good with the bad. It's like,
0: in okay. fact, I think Snoop has yeah. the upper hand on this because it, it's his platform. People people. Yeah, you know, Instagram is his platform, and they yes, don't play. They don't platform. play on that field. They just don't play.
1: They haven't mastered it yet, and I don't think. I, I think they really let the ball get away from them. Yeah, with the internet and social media, uh, because they never saw. It'll take them forever to be able to get plants, and uh, have you heard that term before? Plants, right? Sure. Uh I'm I'm sure I mean but like, the term like it's used, inf- uh, infiltrators Yeah with it is often used with <clears throat> in the music industry now where people are really on the record label but they make them seem like indie artists and then they groom them and then bring them out and they're like oh yeah that's a yeah. uh you know well that's
0: that's what she, the, she did it all the own. that's what the music that's what the music business does and by the way I think uh Billie Eilish is uh, is a very good example of that Exactly. <laughs> it, so that brother of hers—that's someone's, someone's the genius. I think it's him, but it's not her.
1: Right. So I don't think the Boulay has got their legs up on to create plants that will have the
0: the because you can't fool the people. No, you can't fool people. This is a different medium. You can fool people on television. I, I, I built my, my career in fooling people. It's all dishonest. And the television is inherently dishonest. And uh, Instagram is a whole new ball game. It's uh, it's not something you can just transition, say, oh, because I got a great camera. It's different. No, no, no. It's a whole different way of communicating. So they, they can't. They, they don't understand.
1: Not yet. And mm, let's just no. pray that we take them out before no. <laughs> I, I'm a nonviolent person. <laughs> I'm a nonviolent person. Yeah, I when know. I say take them out, I don't <laughs> but- know, Mo.
0: I'm starting to qu- I'm starting to question who's the plant here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they take you no. Know, if I if I if I say take them out, then they be like, oh, you know, Mo's trying to incite violence. Yeah, no, we blade. can't have
0: that. No, we can't have that.
1: Yeah, no, but what I mean take them out is take them out of power. Yeah, because they they what they're trying to do, and this is the final clip. Uh Mr. Gary Owens, he's a comedian, white comedian, but he plays a majority of black crowds or mixed crowds. That's how he came, you know, came up in the game. Uh he was the quote-unquote white comedian in the black clubs. Uh but he made a point, it was it's not funny, but he highlighted a point and I was like, "Wow, I mean like the way he said it w-
0: was spot on." You Hey, has anybody else noticed this past week and a half what's going on in the world, this shift in energy? I felt it. Between, let me tell you something. Since Kobe passed away, between Ari Shafir and Gail King, I just want people to realize what can happen when black people really come together. Because black people is like, look, you ain't talking about Kobe. You ain't talking about our hero. Kobe's a worldwide hero, Italian china white black latino that's a hero but it's extra because he's a black guy so black people's like you ain't you ain't talking about our black hero i just want people to realize how powerful i want and this is coming from white dude how powerful black people are when they come
4: together
0: yes particularly in political circumstances
4: Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm.
1: So, when you got a guy to talk about, oh, he's a great dad, and you got women talk. Uh, one of the good things that came out in the girl dad, I know we kind of poo pooed that, but a lot of women of all color were, were started saying, oh, how important dads were. Yes. And they were like, no, we can't have that. You know, we can't have this guy as a, uh, uh, you know, being a lightning rod for dad appreciation. And, and I, I honestly believe. The the whole Gail thing was a counter move to the girl dad thing because they tried to co opt it but it had a had a whole nother effect. Even with a him, whole nother effect.
0: You, oh, because it was resurging, you mean? So because it became so oh, I see what you're saying. Uh even though this it's a long gone thing. It it was super popular at the time. And so this would be a, a rekindling. And uh, well, we can't have that. We can well, A black man, a good father but to women. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And, then,
1: and then black women coming out saying about how their dads were good to them. No, no. no that's a reestablishment no, of the patriarchy.
0: This is not possible. We can't have that. This is, black man, <laughs> bleh, black man bad. This is what it is. And, and there you crap. have it. Holy crap. Whew. I'm a little out of breath from this one. Uh,
1: I don't know if it's a good or bad thing,
0: but... <laughs> no, no, it is a good thing. And, uh, well, first of all, it's a great thing because I know that uh, my wife is uh, is going to listen to this front to back. She's like, oh, I know, mm-hmm. she, I know she'll love this. And the big eye-opener for me, as always, because it's obviously not on my radar, is this targeting this specific targeting by oprah and gail for years of black men for horrible crimes and the and that's one thing or accusations letting Mm -hmm. white men off and and they're all powerful you know kobe bryant you know the nba it's there's power in there but look at who Mm -hmm. they're letting off and for and for what magnitude or amplification of the types of things they're accusing others of wow well that's fucked up everyone wants to love oprah mo thanks it's it's over now
1: i don't write the news i just report it uh
0: <laughs> so what uh what we didn't really discuss is that we were going to do a potluck special um Uh, for this 25th episode. Uh, But of course this came up and I'm very glad that we, uh, we did a pivot here to do this because I think, again, Mm -hmm. this is something that uh, is fantastic for people to hear and to learn about. Uh, And I know they'll take it seriously when, when Mo does this and we roll it out like that, you know, it's not just going to be a dumb show business story. So it's, it's appreciated. Um, Which means we will be thanking people uh, probably in the next episode um, as I guess we'll have the the potluck unless something else crops up. I mean, whatever.
1: I, I don't write the news; I just report it. But and but, this was supposed to have been a potluck segment, but the story kept it growing grew, all it week. They
0: grew. Now I understand.
1: And it was like, I can't, can't serve you can't, this you, cold.
0: Yeah, you can't just do it in ten minutes. No, I understand.
1: Yeah. So, um, we well, grew into a whole show, and I and I thought people would appreciate it. And yes, I do what I always do: uh, pay attention to everything. And, and the truth revealed itself.
0: And please feel free to go to mofax.com or mofundme.com to support the work that you hear. It uh, should be bringing you value and we'd just like to see you return some of that in
3: kind. And we'll talk to you next time right here on MoFax with Adam Curry. On her way to work one morning Down the path alongside the lake A tender hearted woman So a poor half. And snake, his pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Oh well, she cried, I'll take you in, I'll take care of you. Take me in, oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, tender woman, the snake. She wrapped him up all cozy in a cup of silk, and then laid him by the fireside with some honey and some milk. Woo! Take me in, oh tender woman, me. take me in, for heaven's sake, me. take me in, tender woman. S- Take me in, tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, tender woman. Beside the snake. Beside the snake.